0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me stroke my white pussy for a moment
1: <laughs> Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak It's
0: Thursday, December 16th, 2010 Time for your My Nation Media assassination episode 261
1: This is No Agenda
0: Finding the foots in a sea of disinformation. From the Hilltop Watchtower, Crackpot Command Center, in my nation west, in the People's Republic of Southern California. In the morning, I am the former Soviet
2: spy known as Adam Curry. And from northern Silicon Valley, where the sun is shining while the rest of the country bathes in snow, I'm John C. Dvorak. It's Crackpot and
3: Buzzkill. In the
2: morning. And in the morning to you, my friend John. In the morning to you, Adam, and to all ships at sea. And
0: to the boots on the ground and the wings in the skies. They are plenty, and they are tuned in, listening. And, of course, our human resources in the chat room at noagendachat.net, all charged up and ready to go the way your government loves you. That's the way it's it's wanted, it's needed. So we
2: have our first victim of see something, say something. (laughs) Oh, Really? We have yeah, a try. You're kidding me. This can't I'm, be true. I'm going to blog this probably. I should have blogged it a couple days ago. It happened two days ago in Long Beach. Uh-huh. Some guy is in his backyard fiddling with his, uh, you know, the nozzles that you can buy for your hose that look, uh, you know, the, the gun nozzle. You squeeze it and it shoots out uh, the yeah, the, it's called a spray nozzle. Spray nozzle. Right. Guys dicking around with a spray nozzle. <laughs> one of his one of his neighbors calls the cops, saying this guy's in the backyard playing with a gun. Oh, of course. <laughs> the cops come over, kind of surround the place, and just uh, just unceremoniously sh- kill the guy. No. Yeah. I, I didn't see any of this reporting. Oh, of course not. Why would you do that? Why would you see anything? What they, they killed the guy? They just shot him without even saying anything. Oh no! Yeah, and people and, out there can look it up. Long Beach, California, a man shot in backyard. Oh no. By the is, police, but and of course, Long Beach has got a, ba- a bad reputation anyway for its miserable police department. And of course, what's going to happen? The family's going to sue for wrongful death. The uh, Long Beach uh, City will pay, you know, ten million dollars or something, come right out of the taxpayers' coffers. Exactly, nobody. Exactly. Then I'll be like, uh, "Hey, Mickey, um, can you nobody, just with, with, with the spray you, nozzle?" With for the a point I'm making here: nobody gets fired. No. The cops go on probation or something, and they'll have some bogus. Well, he was holding a gun. We thought nobody gets fired. Nothing happens. The taxpayers are out ten million dollars, and we go and we go on to the next episode of stupidity, uh, and and of course this. The neighbor, of course, is, is at fault as much as the cops. Yeah,
0: because this is the whole rat-on-your-neighbor thing, and everyone starts freaking out and starts calling everybody about uh, everyone being a terrorist. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, so, Janet, I'm sorry, Lucy Napolitano, She's now we've changed her name, uh, if anything, just to, to piss her off.
2: Well, she looks more like Lucy. She looks like it, a Janet. Lucy,
0: I agree. She looks like a Lucy. So, Lucy Napolitano was on our National Treasure on uh, NPR, and uh, NPR did a, little, a nice little ditty, and we can play some of it, because uh, it's amazing to hear the human resources of these Gitmo nation-states uh, talking about the See Something, Say Something campaign and how incredibly great they think it is. But the, What? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Why would the, anybody think this is great? This is like Cuba in the 60s. Well, that does come up in the piece, and that's when Lucy just goes into she starts laughing, and it's it's just hilarious. the uh, The NPR montage of the slaves on the streets is very interesting because you do hear some people say like, "Well, you know, well, why would I want to ask a, a Walmart employee, you know, to help me?" But let's listen, listen to a little bit of this. I I just found it very curious and a, and a real piece of um, of pro- yeah propaganda really from NPR.
4: For the last few years, commuters in cities like New York and Washington, D.C. could count on hearing this message ring out in the subway tunnels. Hello, I'm Janet
5: Napolitano, Secretary of the Department
4: of Homeland Security. You heard right. That's the voice of Janet Napolitano. Lucy. Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, telling people, if you see something, say
0: something. But before we even go further, John, I mean... If you know, and you've worked in media, I've worked in media. We're still kind of in some form of media. Is Janet Napolitano is is she really the right person to communicate? Does she have the right voice to communicate such an important message? Or should they have you know some kind of uh, professional voiceover artist? I mean, or is this a uh, an egotistical thing? What? Oh, well,
2: wait. Before you finish your clip, now this is going to be different. We're going to have a clip interrupting a clip. Before you finish your clip, oh boy, uh, this is hot. Play the play the <laughs> play the Napolitano on Napolitano clip, because ju- Judge Napolitano, who's no relation, <laughs> yes, he says that that this woman is a well. Just play that clip. I think it's important. But to
1: see her face reminds me of Emanuel Goldstein, big <laughs> brother in 1984. Yeah. In into novel, but you saw his face everywhere. Oh, wow. So she's saying, if you see something, say something. Tell us whatever you see. You know what will come next? They will make it a crime if we see something and, and don't, don't say, say something. something. Yeah. And then we are East Germany and North Korea. Well, on that happy note, Merry
2: Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, a
0: was he on Beck's program?
2: Yeah, he was on Beck's program. Yeah, that, you
0: know, this is Beck uh, running interference. This is Beck trying to uh, protect his own turf. By the way,
2: like, I, I, I there's that, have, and also Beck trying to protect the that that line of thought because Fox has two lines of thoughts that uh-huh, are contradicting uh-huh, each uh-huh, other. We pointed uh-huh, this out a million yeah, times. Yeah, and the Napolitano Beck line of thought, which is that this is all bad, yeah, is one line of thought, and the other one is says, well, you know, this is you know, we got to save the country. And Assange is a bad guy, too.
0: Oh, well, let's... Let's, so you, let's you're, finish, finish this yeah, off. Your, your clip interrupted the clip, and this is Cliptus Interruptus.
4: And starting this week, the anti-terrorism public awareness campaign is expanding in a big way to your local checkout line.
6: If you see something suspicious in the parking lot or in the store, say something immediately.
4: Customers in more than 500 Walmart stores across the country will see Napolitano in this video. Report suspicious activity to your local police or sheriff. If you need help, ask a Walmart manager for assistance. This comes just as the Department of Homeland Security is looking to drop the color-coded terror alert system. Yeah,
0: this is also something weird that I'd, I've been hearing going around. Yeah, we're going to stop the, uh, the color-coded system. I just keep it at a
2: permanent spiked red, I guess. No, I uh, orange. Oh, is that what it is? Permanent orange? Yeah, they had it. It's been printed as a poster in orange. <laughs> yes. In most airports. Non- sure, mo- yes, Seriously, I know, the I know,
0: I know. It's non movable. It's, it's non movable. <laughs> it's just orange. What's the point? <laughs> well, okay, someone finally caught on. We'll see if they actually do that.
4: And after air travelers cried foul over new airport pat down procedures. Oh, I'm crying foul, John. Have
0: you cried foul? Oh, oh foul, 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 foul. Foul, foul. Two points. F- in the penalty box, you foul. This was NPR. Oh, yeah. Of course. Foul.
4: I think we called a little more than foul. Okay? <laughs> called foul. ...body scanners. And as the head of the Justice Department, Eric Holder, defends undercover stings that in one case involved a man flagged over a Facebook posting. So today's cover story, our role in our security. Yes. We'll start with Walmart. Okay. Shoppers at one store outside Nashville told our producer... I noticed <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: a little laugh in her voice, didn't you? <laughs> I'm waiting. T- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, one guy's over at <laughs> <in> Walmart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we went to Nashville. <laughs>
4: that's where the stupidest slaves are. Kim Green, what they think about the Homeland Security messages echoing over the aisles?
7: What do I think about it? I think we ought to be 24/7, that's 365, right. aware right. of what's going on around us. Oh, oh, wow. That's kind of wild, right there. I think I that's mean.
8: a little unnecessary. You hear
0: how the, how they've mixed it all together? This is like a mega mash now. So they're not they're not they're just taking little bits and pieces, and it, when it flows. And I won't interrupt it. It's v- it's really it messes with your brain.
8: For shoppers in Walmart,
9: yeah, especially a small city like that. I
0: mean,
8: I don't think someone like that would be shopping it at, at Walmart. It doesn't make me feel really I mean,
5: happy to walk around that and then think, oh gosh, I even need to look over my shoulder while I'm
3: grocery shopping. I guess it don't hurt, you know. Uh, I don't see the bad in it. I don't guess. What do you
5: think suspicious means in this case? And would you, re- if you saw something, what would you think of as suspicious? And would you report it?
3: I guess that's a matter of opinion, you know. I, guess. I don't know what I would consider to be suspicious. I guess 911's going to get overloaded now. Goose people in one area.
2: Lingering around. Behind the stores. Side of the store. Being wow. A it's
0: amazing, isn't it? Isn't it isn't this this out- is
2: unbelievable. I, I mean, whoever the, the audio uh, editor is, has got, he's really come up with a new idea. Yeah. It yep. sounds like a conversation. Yes, and he's
0: mixing it back and forth. He's going from one back. I mean, it's it, this took some work, actually.
2: This took oh, some it, real work. It definitely took work. Yeah, let's keep going. Picking out goods to to purchase. But. I probably
5: would report something, but then I probably don't trust the people here that I would report it to. I don't think they would care either way. So. And do you think there's any danger that people might um, sort of profile their other people? I'm sure. I am absolutely sure. Oh, I think do you hear that.
0: Do you hear how, uh, profile other. I'm sure it goes. It's unbelievable. And this is and this is audio and
10: ooh, this is so good There's an opportunity for that to happen Do you see
11: the way that
0: people look at
6: certain people the way they're dressed I mean I saw some people in Walmart you know, dress. It's a dress of people.
8: Every uh, countries and people kind of look at them funny. Good grief. Walmart, usually a person in Walmart is on a mission to buy something but not blow it up, I don't think. And if, if that's what their purpose is, uh, I don't know if they have clues that they're going to hit Walmart next. I don't know. <laughs>
4: the voices of Walmart shoppers outside Nashville. Okay.
2: Okay, wait a minute. Hold on a second. First of all... Uh, to anybody out there who, I, and I would challenge anybody out there who's a journalist professor or anything else, I think this is an ethically deplorable approach to clips. Agreed.
0: Absolutely agreed. It is a complete distortion of the facts that they gathered on the ground.
2: Right. Unless those people were all standing next to each other and actually having, having that com- conversation. Yeah, having
0: conversation, yeah.
2: Which they weren't. Because they were stepping, it was just this. Just not what it was go, what was going on. No. It was a, it, it's a deplorable ethical breach by NPR to put that clip together that way. I totally agree. Unless you know, unless they come and say, "Here, we got a piece of propaganda. Here, we want to play <laughs> for you." Well, and play it.
0: Well, I well, I, th- I think that what happened is like, um, hello, we'd like uh, Lucy to come on the show. Um, so we'll, don't worry, we'll do we'll do a good job. We'll we'll make sure we set it up properly for her. Because of course, Lucy. C- Lucy comes on the show. Tennessee.
4: I talked with Secretary Napolitano this week and asked her why Walmart.
0: We are expanding. See something, say something. Now, something you said to me the other day, off air, John, is um, and and you know, I, obviously, neither you or I have an issue with uh, with sexuality, as far as I know, I certainly don't. But um, you said, you know, it's really interesting how Janet slash Lucy Napolitano speaks in a milieu in a lesbian milieu way yeah. which is through the teeth and I and I and you, you said that I think it was after the show I'm like what are you talking about and then I started paying attention and uh, and this is indeed you know well you have uh, sometimes a very outrageous uh, male gay behavior oh girlfriend honey whatever we have one of those clips coming up later okay so but listen to napolitano i mean and it's really it's like she's talking like this little trash man it's like it's, it's almost like
7: annoying a
6: number of venues uh, it's walmart it's uh, mall of america it's different sports and sporting arenas it's transit systems and as the slogan says if you see something say something
2: or as your slogan. Says if you see something, say something. Well, uh, yeah, you 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 twist it a little bit toward the uh, upper crust, uh, uh, you know, New England uh, foppish right. uh, uh, preppy. But it's actually it's a little more subtle than that, and and it, and it's pretty straightforward. But it's a little talking between the teeth. It's, it's a little just, bit, it's a just little subtle. Bit. Yeah. You can Jodie Foster does it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've Holly Hunter, that. I think, has it that, that. And there's a, if you listen to most of the women that are. Uh, Outed lesbians, with the exception of professional uh, voices like uh, Ellen DeGeneres, right. which I've never noticed that with her. No. no, but generally speaking, you'll hear that, and it's only I think it's a subgroup, but it's a, yeah, yeah. And well, it, I mean, it, it, I don't think there's any question that Janet Napolitano is a lesbian. But it doesn't it doesn't pertain to the story at all. But it's just like you
0: know, I'm li- this is audio, right? And I'm listening to, it, I'm like, wow, she does have a very weird way of speaking. And she is the the spokesperson for "See Something, Say Something."
4: What are you yeah. hoping to uh, accomplish with this expansion? Is it oh, fear? G- Shut up, slaves! Getting more tips specifically, or general awareness?
0: Both, not only tips,
6: but general awareness, people being what we call situationally aware. <laughs> but time and time again, we have seen that uh, even suspected terrorist plots have been foiled by alert citizens uh, who report something that really seems out of the ordinary.
0: You know, and I, and I just I, I'll insert it right now. The re- the real reason why the uh, this see something say something has been started now. Is the whole idea is to look over there and not over here. You've got to be looking at your neighbor, uh, with his, uh, with his spray nozzle. You've got to be looking at suspicious people in Walmart. Please, whatever you do, don't look at janet napolitano please don't look at government don't look at what the actual security state is doing to you look at you and look at your peers look at your neighbors that's what this is about complete distraction
4: now this program isn't new i know i've heard your voice a number of times (laughs) wow john Staying on the platform here, the the metro subway system in Washington, and obviously uh, it it began in New York City after nine eleven, but you know the New York Times reported that there there weren't a lot of useful tips coming in.
6: Well, uh, part of bah. it is uh, tips, uh, but part of it is just having people be aware. Uh, there was a recent study that said that 80% of the foiled terrorist plots in the last, I think, five years uh, have been the results of citizen tips or citizen information.
4: Can you give an example of that? Well,
6: I can give several. Uh, one of the most graphic, of course.
0: What the hell is this? Is, don't tell me this is my uh, my system going wacky again. Do you hear that? Do it's you hear it? Like, uh, me cables. Let me just see. Hello and welcome to Inside. Le-
2: Frig me! It's that thing again. Yeah, you need some cable. You have a cabling issue. You got to get some it, new it's cables. No, it's not a cabling issue. Well, you said you fixed it. You last time by wiggling Look, something.
0: No, 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 no. But it, it's like um, hold on a second. Let me try this. It's really weird because uh, I started everything up fresh this morning, as I do, and it should uh, work perfectly. Let me see. This the Times Square. Damn. It is odd. Yeah, hold on a second.
2: It'll just be worth it just to start it up. Well, again. we can I, we can go over the executive producers if you want. Well, well, we,
0: well I, but I'm getting to like the punchline here. Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is the worst part. Oh.
12: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. Uh, the we'll actually probably I'll probably even edit this out for once. How uh, annoying have, is that? It's actually know.
2: kind of interesting. I'm sorry it's not it's not uninteresting to watch you struggle with uh your what what a machine i forgot what are you running again you running what
0: <laughs> it's a macintosh i tell you oh a Macintosh. it's a macintosh okay hold on let me just let me just restart this and it's, it's really uh, very interesting why that time? we the whole thing no i don't it's, i don't it, it, i don't it have sure
2: to. sounds like a wire though doesn't it no, well, it's a virtual wire in essence. Well, maybe it's a maybe a virtual wire needs to be <laughs> <laughs> right. That's exactly
0: new virtual wires. That's exactly what I'm doing. Is I've up got a vir- bad
2: connection on this virtual wire. <laughs> it's a cold solder joint. It's
0: unfair because I get up extra early just to set up all of the routing and everything to make sure it all works, and then you know it works fine for weeks, and then all of a sudden you get this. Hold on a second. It's almost it's almost re- restarted. But it, you what do you have to restart? I'm just curious. Okay, so I have to restart the um, the virtual router. That's really that's really somewhere the the problem. But how is can you in, be on the air doing all this? Oh well, I I set up a uh, a fail safe system so that at least we can be on the air when this happens. That that's good, right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, o- the only thing is, you can't play any clips, and so that's that. Kind uh, of- th- our show has become dependent on clips. I think this is something we need to discuss. Yes, we clearly have an agenda I was looking at my clip collection because I'm putting together. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of tease it in advance because it's gonna take me months and months to do this. Yeah, well, it, it, th-
0: please don't threaten. Okay, stop threatening. I'm putting together a
2: two-hour clip show,
0: <laughs> John. You promised this last December. It's taking me, I'm still working on it. It's not easy. These clips are very long. All right, I, I think we can go back to Lucy. I think we're ready now. Let's have a okay. listen. Yeah. A bomber uh, where you had a
6: street vendor notice a vehicle parked uh, with smoke coming out of it and immediately reported that to a New York City policeman. And we went from that cold report to apprehending Faisal Shazad within 53
0: hours. Faisal Shahzad within 53 hours. Remember that whole false flag thing they set up at uh, Times Square? That's yeah. what she's out
2: touted. That's what she should say. <laughs> yeah. In fact, well, it took us a lot longer than we planned. <laughs> exactly.
4: It reminds me of the kind of citizen surveillance system in East Germany. I mean, I, I love the laughing.
2: And then what is she laughing about well, constantly.
0: I thi- I have the feeling that they they had a pre interview, and and because she keeps laughing and she's like, well, maybe Lucy's a laugh riot in pride." Well, Lucy's about to laugh too. And the whole fun thing is she's like, it sounds like, I mean, it's so ridiculous. It sounds like East Germany. <laughs> like, I can just see the meeting before, like, okay, oh, listen, um, I think you should bring up the East German thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that be very funny. Okay, here we go. Uh, there was
6: smoke coming out of it, and immediately reported that to a New York City policeman, and we went from that cold report to apprehending Faisal Shahzad within 53 hours.
4: It reminds me of the kind of citizen surveillance system in East Germany. I mean, essentially, you're asking people to keep an eye on each other.
6: I think that's uh, a little extreme. Uh, what we're asking is to do what citizens in this country have been asked to do a lot of different times. Is uh, rat on your neighbors. Which is to be aware, to report things that seem awry. Uh, out of the ordinary, report them to
0: appropriate security forces. John, you've uh, been around on, uh, on, on, in this nation longer than I have. Is this uh, uh, something that you've been doing ever since your childhood? Is this what uh, citizens have
2: always uh, done? The thinking thinking. Uh, yeah, is on the, that? Labor. I just want
0: to check. just want to make sure. No. Lucy now, says it's so. Lucy yes, says it's yes, so.
2: She doesn't know what she's talking about. The, the, the thing she mentioned, by the way, I got a kick out of In fact, she mentioned East Germany, which is what the judge Napolitano mentioned. Uh-huh. And, the, and this laughing thing well, is, he, I well, want to talk it, about well, that after Well, here, it comes, here it comes. Or law enforcement.
4: At the same time, I mean, you're also putting that definition in the hands of everyone as well. I mean, the definition of what's suspicious, what's out of the ordinary. I mean, in no, a lot of why, communities, that can mean different things yeah, and lead to, you, you know, bad law tips. Law
6: enforcement and who are trained, and we have been doing this program in pilot phases since 9-11. And it's worked very, very well. And so some of the, the things you're pointing out now really haven't been issues or problems. Problems
4: and what education will there be around what people should look for? It is it is the unattended package. It's oh, John, my package. The,
6: it's the car with smoke coming out of it.
0: Oh no, there's a car with smoke coming out of it. Of
6: it left unattended. <laughs> it's a polluter. Uh, <laughs> all we're asking that be done is to report to uh, security. I see a package. Personnel to law enforcement. Let them do the follow up.
4: And lastly, um, uh, I have to ask you, is, is there anything a little bit strange or big brotherish in seeing your own image?
2: Oh, oh John, she, you this could girl's only... talking through her teeth too if you haven't noticed.
4: Uh-huh, uh-huh but listen, she's like this is, this is the
0: ego question. This is it kind of strange? Don't you like love it when you see yourself and you know you being the big sister of all of all things security?
4: or big brotherish in seeing your own image and hearing your own voice? everywhere, <laughs> issuing ah, these warnings. What? Well, <laughs> Let me stroke my white pussy for a moment.
12: <laughs>
4: Brotherish in seeing your own image and hearing your own voice everywhere, <laughs> issuing these warnings. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> I wouldn't look at it that way, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, all I would say is look. Uh, look.
12: I will say this. Look. Look, 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 look slaves.
6: That look. way. Uh, uh, but uh, all I would say is look. Uh, look. This is very straightforward, easy to remember, easy. and uh, we rely on the common sense and judgment <laughs> and the community involvement of the American people. All
0: right. Enough of that. You heard it, though. You heard it. She's evil. I mean, come on. That's not not even funny anymore, the way she laughed. I am everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: about right. <laughs> By the way, the bull the crap about the Times Square bomber, if that guy had done his job right, he would have, of course, there was a false flag, so it wasn't going to happen. But let's say it was a real terrorist and in a real situation. The guy had blown up that car. What's that got to do with, with anything? <laughs> because they caught the guy after the after whatever he was going to do was done was when they caught him. They didn't catch him beforehand. So no. What, what, no. what is, they, what is the, he was the He
0: was on the airplane.
2: <laughs> All they, yeah, the
0: airplane. Fifty-two hours after the what would have been a huge bomb, after what didn't blow up because it didn't
2: work. Yeah, and you the they could do that because they him. had the car. The car was intact. I mean, but come I on. Get, I got to hear the. Light.
12: <laughs> no, I wouldn't look at it.
2: <laughs> you should clip that out and just use it occasionally. That's, occasionally,
0: it's going to be my ringtone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're actually pretty close to her. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> I am everywhere.
2: <laughs> Why is that girl laughing constantly? Because uh, she gets to <laughs> follow up.
4: And lastly, um, <laughs> I have to ask you, is, is there anything a little bit strange or big brother-ish in seeing your own image and hearing your own voice everywhere <laughs> <laughs> issuing these warnings? Well, it wasn't a whoop.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't look at it that
2: <laughs> I okay. wouldn't look at it. Look at me, slave. I think we got enough out of that.
0: Hey, why don't we thank some people who would make this fine uh, program possible? Does, does anyone still listen?
2: Or are we ultimately <laughs> not after you know they're they they're, they're probably going to turn us in.
0: Are we? I'm pretty suspicious probably, about these two guys. Probably. What do you mean? Probably. <laughs> it's like they're dialing now. It's like, hey man, these two guys are laughing at Janet, Lucy, whatever.
2: Oh my goodness. Wow, 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 So we got one executive producer and two associate executive producers for this show. Uh, Nice, nice, nice. Our executive producer is Will Lysick, from Happy Happy Valley, Oregon. He had to send in his pronunciation because I don't know anyone in normal. I don't know. But his name (laughs) is spelled L-I-S-A-C, which you'd think would be Lysak. Or Lysak. What is it? It's Lysick. Lysick. Okay.
0: Well, whatever. That's fine.
2: I, yeah, it's fine with me. I just, but he did have to explain. It seems to be uh, It's just unusual. He must be, be, throughout his life, must have his name mispronounced more than me. <laughs> yeah. This is our first installment of 3333 for one of our donated knighthoods. We'll donate a knighthood in the name of a lucky random producer. I get uh, He coin holder for every $1,000 rain from the sales of Gitmo Nation Challenge Coins at noagendachallengecoin.com. Which is uh, our, another challenge coin. We're going to have two or three people making these things now. Yeah. I'll and by look. the way, we are no longer. We're, we're actually, Eric the Shill has gotten uh, all the coins from Paul Couture that he never shipped. And, uh, and we're going to have to make some more coins. We, Adam and I are taking out of our funds. We are spending the money and we have to cough up a little more for let, some let, international. Let me, say,
0: let me say that all said and done with uh, with uh, the money we did not receive this thing is costing us 10 grand minimum
2: so we are now uh we are absolving ourselves and you can go to wills uh site which is noagendachallengecoins.com and but we have nothing to do with it and uh he's going to donate to us but we we if if will doesn't ship coins you, you have to take it up with him. Yeah. Uh, we, and we're not, we, we did, because we over-promoted we the Paul Yeah, We, to we totally
0: thing. over-promoted
2: it. And so and we, so we thought, feel responsible, so we're going to take take the hit.
0: Yes. Okay? So everyone, I think, everything's been sent out. By the way, thank you, Eric. Except
2: the foreign guys. The, the, the yeah, Eric foreign, is, foreign guys is coming. Foreign. Yeah, but thank you very much, Eric the Shill, for all the work you've done on that. Luckily, Eric the Shill, by coincidence... Is uh, been in the mail order, or the, he used to? Him and his wife used to do a big eBay business, and he's done that stuff, so he's he can do it. They have a he's a gr-
0: he's a he's a mail order bride.
2: <laughs> he can do it. I mean, so it's like we're we're not worried about Eric, and uh, and he and he's Well, taking- speak for yourself. I mean, we'll see. Well, <laughs> what's he gonna do? I can go down and turn off his power. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Snip. <laughs> Eric is my stepson. <laughs> t- so Wait a far. minute! Did I
0: just hear you say you will turn off his
2: power? <laughs> no, I said I could. I mean, but Eric is, is reliable. So what can I say? He's a very reliable person. He'll uh, he actually enjoy. I don't want to. He enjoys it I don't, wanna, I mean, it when I don't you, know if this is st- a is a compliment or not. But he actually enjoys. I, because he, I think he did. A, he worked in a couple of companies where he did customer service. Yeah. He actually enjoys customer service. It's like, okay, <laughs> nobody else in the family does. Let's put it that way, <laughs> myself included. I hate it. Okay. Yeah, no, okay. It's, it's not for me either. Anyway, let's let's move on with the uh, association. Yeah, we got John exams. Smith from Alpharetta, Georgia, $200. Special thanks to Mimi and Miss Mickey for letting you guys work on Thanksgiving. Add a little bonus uh, this month, 100 bucks more for the listeners. While Adam and John watch C-SPAN so you don't have to. I don't uh, I don't give so you don't have to. If you are listening, be a donor, not a boner. <laughs> That's what he's t- telling all the people out there's there. An- there's donate. another jingle we need. <laughs> Michael Hager in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, Two hundred dollars. Really love the show. Nobody but does a better job of getting the truth out. And those are our executive producers uh, for today's show.
0: Well, I, we certainly do our best. And I would like to uh, uh, mention a couple of PR initiatives. Uh, the Shill, uh, Eric the Shill, amongst all of the coin shipping he's been doing, he has also totally revamped NoAgendaNation.com dot uh, com. Which have you seen this thing, John? yeah it's pretty good. it's I mean he's a
2: map nut why too, yeah, but why
0: even why do we even bother doing any site? i mean this this is what no agenda show should be. It almost looks like. I mean he's got he's got the episodes there. he's got the the donation stuff. i mean it's it's good. We should be linking to it. Uh,
2: well, we're definitely going to link to it. Um, anyway. Uh, the- yeah, go to check out NoAgendaNational.com. His long-term yeah. scheme, which he wants us to mention eventually, is to get anyone who's a big donor, the Knights especially, they can have their businesses listed uh. w- along with their uh, their location and all the rest of it. So no NoAgenda, uh, so the fan base. Mm-hmm. Uh, around the world, can you know if you happen to be in St. Louis and go to that bar, or Indianapolis, right? Right. The, so, so the, we, the, so our community is also tangible, and you can reach out. Yeah. And, so, and, so right. people can go and you know right. and and say hi to another night, for example. I think we have to. We, I don't think it's going to be for everybody, but I think all the knights, in particular, because we have over a hundred, can um, you know at least say hi it's to a good each idea. other
0: it's a good idea and uh you know when the caca hits the fan it may be even better print out those maps by the way because if we have no internet <laughs> you'll want to know where yeah, everybody yeah, right is. you won't have
3: any print, yeah, out me them, yeah, print out stuff
2: once in a while you know, not print a it bad out from call. time to time.
0: all right um a, a shout out to sir larry lee uh who had his uh x radio taken off the air by the federales oh yeah uh which uh the sucks FCC finally cracked the FCC down finally cracked down on uh on, uh, on his radio station there. And where was he again? He was in uh, some interesting
2: place. I thought it was in Texas or I think it's, Wisconsin. I think, I think it's Texas.
0: Oh, the, well, it, anyway, um, I guess he had some harmonic frequencies that transmitted. Well, he into, says it's bullcrap. Well, and no, I, I, no, no. He sent off an email this morning. Oh, Sometime during the day on Monday the 13th, the inline harmonic frequency filters failed. I hate it when that happens. Huh. At that point, harmonic frequencies were transmitted that included the aviation spectrum. A pilot somewhere reported spurious transmissions to air traffic control. The incident was reported to the FCC. Of course, he didn't mean to do that, uh, but anyway, he was uh, he was operating
2: kind of some heated heated up stuff anyway. So, um, but we, well, I asked him whether he's going to try to get a low frequency license or yeah. a low power yeah. license, yeah. and he's going to yeah. try. But they, they apparently they haven't been issuing them much as, the, as much as promised. Uh, then we have uh the uh,
0: a new network the no agenda news network dot com dot com which uh is uh, yet another site filled with news and uh with some advertising that perhaps uh, will help the show in the future we're not quite sure uh but appreciate the uh, the p r initiative and then the one that uh, I'm quite excited about is uh no agenda novels dot com as um, one of our uh uh, one of our producers, Scott McKenzie, and I have mentioned this before, uh, wrote a book titled One Day in Gitmo Nation, and uh, it is now available for purchase. Uh, it is, a, it is a, a, I liked it. I thought it was a very good novel. I, I read it uh, in, a P, in PDF form, and now he has a book with a, with a soft cover, and uh, uh, he says he will be sending some of that uh, to us. Uh, w- whether he does that or not, uh, I think it's a funny book. I like the fact that we get credit on the back, show gets credit um, and uh you know it's you read this book it's like you're you're reading a no agenda show it's funny <laughs> it, it, even even though it's not meant to be funny it's it's you read it you're like oh my god this is great so uh Scott McKenzie with no agenda novels dot com and of course we want to uh thank uh our producers for keeping us on the air dvorak dot org slash n a is the only way that uh that we can keep the program running and uh we need a little bit of extra help now for the holidays um particularly because the uh, the anonymous uh attacks on PayPal slowed us down and we had all these extra expenditures at the end of the year uh it's kind of like we had to put you know tiny tim uh, had to have an operation he did <laughs> <laughs> so that
2: so we wouldn't uh, we would
0: not cry Our bank if account you is
2: known a- as tiny tim yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very descriptive
0: Will Lysick, our executive producer of episode 261, along with associate executive producers John Smith and Michael Hager. You can put this on your resume. It's a real credit. Un- unlike the douchebags in Hollywood, we'll vouch for you. Everybody else out there, please go out. Help us by propagating the formula. Our formula is this.
10: We go out, we hit people in the mouth.
0: <laughs> i gotta clip that out that napolitano laugh <laughs> it's funny did you hear the uh i played a song this morning i just got to play this because I, I it's very short i guess it was from some tv show that uh well i'll just play it for you
12: slaves built the pyramids slaves built the parthenon
6: slaves built the. man Slaves, this is your
0: song, thank you slaves.
2: Yeah, I heard that this morning what, I like it. Who, who is it?
0: It's, uh, it's, Thank so, you, Slaves <laughs> Thank you, Slaves Slaves, this is your song, thank you It's some kind of, like, a TV show um, that doesn't exist anymore uh, It went off the air, but they did stuff like this It's kind of like a Sesame Street on Acid I'll I'll have to find out.
2: I love it. Well, you know, it reminds me of a show that they took off the air years ago, Mm -hmm. which was done by Jim Henson when he was still alive, I think. Mm -hmm. What was it called? What? What was it called? It was called Dinosaurs. Oh, okay. No, that's not and it was cool. only on for like I think it was on for about three seasons. It was on obscure stations. It was on. Oh. A lot. It was syndicated. Dinosaurs. And it was these guys in these huge d- dinosaur costumes, and all the material was Gitmo Nation type <laughs> material. And Jim Henson did that, huh? Yeah, it was, it's one of the, it's a great kid show. It was designed as a kid show, and that's where the line, uh, I'm the baby, you gotta love me, Uh came from, and some of these other little one liners that float around the internet. But uh, if anyone wants to go rent something hilarious because of its get nation nature, uh you know there's like a big brother on the tv all the time the news guys come on they say this is our you know the phone this is the the news that the, we're, we're told to give you and all this kind of thing it's very subversive actually for a show for kids yeah the uh, the chat room's going nuts they all remember it they all are like yeah yeah yeah, that was awesome i, I
0: think we should start with just a quick update john on uh, on the two to the head uh we don't play the jingle uh but we don't have to um uh, because uh, of course i had a thesis uh on uh, the last program about Mark Madoff, which, by the way, I, 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 I ran it by some uh, a lawyer, like a huge, extremely wealthy Gitmo Nation entertainment lawyer, and he was immediately, oh yeah, pfft, right on. Uh, Mark Madoff, of course, uh, you know he apparently
2: committed suicide, and uh, uh, and I, now they he's now they they secretly burned him.
0: Right. Well, well, you immediately said, "Oh, watch for the cremation." Which, and uh, by the way, I believe that uh, the Jewish tradition is not to burn. People. Right.
2: he's Jewish? You don't cremate, <laughs> you, don't. <laughs> you don't. That's burn. the joke of it. Because we got a lot of email. Everybody in the world wrote us and twittered <laughs> us. Oh, you called it. You called it. You called it. But you know the thing is, but we still there's still some breakdown that we need to do because I came up with a couple more thoughts on this. Let me give you one
0: extra one that I forgot on the last show is that his wife and she was in a, she was at Disneyland with their other child. Uh, she actually legally changed her name from Madoff to Morgan right a year ago, which of course yeah. is what you need to do. I mean, you, and you got to do it way in advance. I mean, yes, this is a two year scheme. Of course, of course, it d- doesn't just happen. And and the um. His father-in-law, which is his, his wife's stepfather, this guy, I mean, he is connected to so much Gitmo Nation stuff. I got some links in the show notes. You can just go take a look at it. Um, that he was completely complicit. He's a part of the deal. No well, I doubt would, about
2: it. I would assume there's a lot of people part of the deal. Yeah. But I was thinking about a couple of things that, that, that are anomalies that also fit into this puzzle. One is that you have to remember that Bernie Madoff was one of the uh he w- one of the people he invest or one of the groups he invested for was the Russian mob. Mm-hmm. This came out early in the discussion. And they always say, "Oh, the Russian mob's going to kill him now." But he, we don't know that the Russian mob didn't get their money back, and he was tight. We don't know that he wasn't working with the Russian mob to, you know, the money wasn't going to partly to them because we knew it was some of it was going to Israel. So he was involved with with a mobbed up group, you know, the Russian mob, one of the nastiest there is, and, and with connections everywhere. And they could have been responsible for setting up the whole scheme. A And there's also the Israeli intelligence, which he is supposedly involved with, which was also a group that could set this kind of thing up easily. So, I mean, it, was, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't an impossibility. I, I was looking at the Yahoo story comments because sometimes in the comments, especially on the, today's Internet, yeah, you get yeah, a lot of people true. who have insight and, and or comments that are like, oh, this is a good idea. And there was two or three people that picked up on the on the "Oh, he's not dead. Uh, thing, and then one guy went on and on about how he's now m- having a meeting with uh, Ken Lay. <laughs> but it, <laughs> yeah, but okay. anyway, he uh, who's he he changed his name to uh, Morgan uh, Lee Canners? I, I forgot he's got some some information in there that may or may not be true. But he and he also says that Madoff is probably in Israel s- s- sorting out the bank accounts as we speak. The the uh, the kid. But when somebody pointed out that that funeral home where he was cremated, uh, had it's, well, I looked it up and tried to find some, you know, something in the background that was sketchy. And somebody did have something it was this the same fu- fu- funeral home that took the dead comic that was supposed to announce a, uh, a funeral for him. And then they haven't done anything in four months. I, and I don't was- know. I don't know anything about that. Well, so the but I would I think that, you know, there's probably a good connection between the funeral home and some past other weirdness because these guys have to be reliable well, if you, you're gonna pull just, just go
0: look at any mob based movie, they're always in the funeral home. That's where that's where they have their meetings.
2: Yeah. They're always they, in the back around standing around somebody having a meeting. And what's so funny about this particular thing? Nobody in the mainstream media, of course, ever would bring such a crazy idea up. No, and and the fact that the public doesn't bring it up is actually more surprising because there are so many movies, TV plots. You know, uh, (laughs) I mean, you have seen this phony, phony. I mean, the the movie, the Sherlock Holmes film, is one of these. So, so,
0: so let me. So here is a crazy thing. So, um, at uh, Mickey's Big Expo, which was Sunday, the uh, the art club in Los Angeles, which was a huge success, by the way, uh, she had a lot of art buyers. And this one guy, uh, I get called over by his wife. I had not met him. He's a very high-powered lawyer in uh, Los Angeles. That's why he was there. Like, we'll sell this guy some art. And, um, and he says, hey, um, I hear you don't like uh, the scanners. I'm like, uh-oh, I'm being set up here. So, well, um... Well, you know, I said, well, you know, I, I, I so I start, you, po- you had the I, talking I, points memo in the, your head, I, I hope. had the talking points, right? And I lay in about dosimeters. He says, well, you know, I, I can actually, I think I can uh, probably prove to you that these are safe. I'm like, wow, this is going the wrong direction. And uh, I said, um, really? He says, yeah, because I represent, uh, RapaScan. And, uh, we, uh, he said, actually, I represented them in a $129 million lawsuit against L3 Communications, And so now I'm like, oh, really? That's quite interesting. Why don't you tell me? You okay? Yeah. I sound like you fell over.
2: (laughs) No, a (laughs) thing fell off the shelf.
0: And uh, so apparently, remember, I I tracked down those patents. So they uh, together, they bought that company that had the patent for uh, Backscatter. Yeah. And uh, they had divided up the market. But then L three decided to just ignore the uh, the agreement they had, and so then Rapiscan sued them for 129 million dollars and won. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty interesting. And I said, well, you know, and then then I started in the Michael Chertoff thing, and he said, yeah, you know the, who you know who the CEO is. I said, yeah, I said I know he's the. He's the he's the guy Deepak Chopra, but not the Deepak Chopra, the healing guy, but he's the guy that went to India so you know with, with Obama and and now so now I got some credibility. Now I gotta get the guy out of whatever he's talking about because I gotta sell him some art. I don't want to argue about these scanners if they're good or not. And then I said, Hey, let me tell you something else, man. That Mark Madoff, he didn't commit no suicide. He's sitting there laughing in Paraguay right now. And the guy looks at me straight in the face and says, You're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Absolutely right. <laughs> he said, you're absolutely right. I'm like, okay. So these guys know. That uh, that stepfather, by the way, the, uh, his, his father-in-law, London is his name, he represented Spiro Agnew when uh, he faced criminal charges. <laughs> wow. hmm That's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. Uh, attorney for Jackie Onassis when she had to restrain that crazy photographer. Uh, the guy's been around. He's been around, he's been around, he's been around. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's uh, no, one, no one does that kind of analysis. You're absolutely right. No one does it. And it doesn't really matter other than that I look at some of the comments, and I'm like, oh, it's so sad, so sad for him and for his family. They're laughing at you. They're laughing at you in Paraguay. And she's probably already down there now. Oh, watch for this. I, I want to be left alone And uh, I need to go on a vacation in South America with my children and just, we have to
2: collect our thoughts.
0: They're going to collect the
2: cash is what they're going to do. Collect our thoughts. That's (laughs) why the idea that he's in Israel right now sorting out the bank account so he can tap some of that money over to the Paraguay. And it's it's billions. It will be, but you know, Paraguay is the target for these guys. Yeah, that's where Bush has the ranch and everything. Yeah. Mm. Because there's a big aquifer. So they're, uh, they're messing with our stream.
0: Today, John. I mean, I'm not even. I'm not even telling you about it. I mean, I, there's nothing I can right, do. I'm of... not coming through. No, no, no. We're fine, and the recording is fine. But uh, they're messing with our stream. Everyone has problems with the stream. I've restarted the server. Oh, the four, stream. So, yeah, stream. I've restarted the server five times. It's uh, yeah. We're obviously we're getting good, and there's a lot of stuff that's happening. um with the internets in general, which is very very interesting, I am uh, I'm, now I'm really getting some inside dirt from people. Um, well, this internet's got to be stopped. Well, it has to be stopped, and but you know this is happening at a at a, at a DNS, but also at a BGP level. I got a, a note from uh, well anonymous, obviously, although I know who my sources are. Um, that level three. Level three is, they are probably the, the largest tier one backbone provider, uh, certainly in the United States, but they do a lot in, um, in Gitmo Nation, United States of Europe, that they have been broadcasting some false routes um, to network segments that at least, we, one thing I know is they were hosting some WikiLeaks sites, uh, but who knows? And, you know, when you're doing border gateway protocol, I know a little bit about it. You know, stuff is copied and propagated. And if you actually want to change a route, you have to go in, you have to do it manually. And it's very hard to track down and a lot of tracing has to happen. Uh, but Level 3, which, uh, by the way, uh, is headquartered in Colorado, that'll give you any idea. Uh, I don't trust these guys. And, uh, and I think that uh, what we're seeing is... Um, What's the thing with Level 3? Who is suing them? Comcast? But they were suing. Com- what, 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 no, what am- that was no, that was Comcast and Netflix. That's different. But Level Three was in the middle of
2: that because yeah, Level off the Three was, was what did the deal with Netflix, right? And then they sued Comcast for uh, for. Uh, and that, uh, but
0: that's about peering. But this is actual announcing faulty routes so that you can't get to a site, it, it, or you can get to it, but then it really slows it down because you get routed around stuff. I mean, BGP is is. <laughs> amazing stuff and that's what the true network engineers really understand that you know they're geniuses well there's a
2: um another thing going well go ahead well
0: so i was just saying that you know there's a lot of different things happening i also got information on the inside from uh paypal uh because you know i've obviously we were hurt by uh, the so-called uh, DDoS attacks. So what happened is it the, the distributed denial of service attacks did not necessarily slow down PayPal servers, but what PayPal did is they started denying access from network segments that were doing that. So they, they were literally shutting off entire network segments so people couldn't even get to us even if they wanted to because PayPal just turned it off, just denied the entire network segment. So if you had someone who was um, uh, part of an attack, and by the way, I, I have a hard time believing that it was, you know, that it's one a group of anonymous people. I think it's bot networks that are set up by Russians. There's a whole bunch of shit going on we don't know about. It's too easy to say, oh, yeah, it's, it's these 4chan people. Nah. You know, yeah, 4chan has its power, but there's something else going on here. And... uh so what happens is you know you get someone in a network segment like uh, 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 Time Warner Cable in Los Angeles and they start uh, throwing packets at uh, uh, at PayPal and PayPal says well shit, we'll just turn that whole network segment off and we'll deal with it later but that means no one someone in that network segment could not reach us could not reach PayPal to support the show so um, there's there's a lot of stuff going on and it's all at the router level. And, it's, and this is where I make my plea to the sysadmins of the world, um, do what you have to, but make sure you route us through. <laughs> Whatever you do, help us. Because you are the only ones in the last men standing. are Help me, O'Han the, Kenobi. The network admins and the sysadmins. You're admins. my only hope. It really, It's bad. It's really, really bad. And now, it's crazy. Now we've got all these new leaking sites coming out.
2: We've got uh, Indo Yeah, this is a smoke. This is, looks like a smoke oh, screen yeah. Approach, Brussels leaks, Balkan leaks. so many. The idea is you overwhelm us with leak sites, and then no, you know, so they're all marginalized. So um, I did something, and
0: uh, and this is really the the only real big thing I, I did. Uh. It's what we do, so you don't have to see spin. So there was a forum on uh, c-span and i watched the entire thing and pulled a couple of clips and this uh have you ever heard of the schieffer school of journalism
2: john uh is that something bob schieffer set (laughs) up at some college yeah bob schieffer has the schieffer (laughs) school of journalism at, at, this, by the way, this is a big trend uh, nowadays. There's a new, uh, thing, a new thing opening up. I'd love to get a, a, a position in one of the colleges and universities with this title, which is a professor of practice. Ooh, and they, that's like starting, entrepreneur in residence. Professor of practice <laughs> are these like guys who actually did something for a living, and now they're teaching about it uh, or, or coordinating a, 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 a department. Right. And, uh, and They so get this, paid for it. A lot of stuff. Yeah, you get paid for it, and you get health insurance. Uh huh. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. You, and uh, these are cropping up everywhere because the university system is turning very mercantile, and uh, so I wouldn't. This, so Bob, I mean, we're going to see a lot of this. We're going to see, you know, the uh, the Gerardo Rivera Department of Journalism, you know, at the <laughs> University of South yeah. Texas. Oh yeah. Well, th- well, this is actually it's T- TCU. There you go, Texas Christian.
0: Texas Christian University. So the, you have the Bob Schieffer School of Journalism. And uh, Bob on this uh, forum has uh, a, a woman from the New York Times, uh, from the, uh, Karen, Karen DeYoung from the Washington Post. He has um, Scott Shane from the New York Times, which is, which is just amazing. And uh, they're talking about WikiLeaks. And, and also some guy from the government who I guess he was like the, the token guy from the government had to, had to be in there. And um, so I'm, I'm watching this, and the whole thing is about WikiLeaks, is it journalism? But really what happens is Scott Shane from the New York Times starts explaining how it works. And the I'm, I'll just say it up front. WikiLeaks is not wi- leaking documents to the public on the Internet. They're just not. And th- these people will confirm what I'm saying here. They have a, an entire system, agreements with... Uh, the New York Times with The Guardian, Le Monde, Le Pays, uh, Das Bild, uh, they had... They, that is Der Spiegel, isn't it? I'm sorry, Der Spiegel, you're right. They have all these agreements, they were preset, they have release schedules. This is, WikiLeaks is mainstream media. It is a mainstream media organization, and you will hear these people actually say they don't even leak 2% of the documents to the
2: public. And by the way... They have uh, the ability to do public relations better than most mainstream media outlets. Yes. <clears throat>
1: Here's Scott So Shane. here you are at the New York Times, and this stuff comes to you. Uh, what happened after that? How did you make a decision, the, <coughs> the editors at the Times, uh, to accept it? And what did you do with it after you got it? What happened between that time and when we first began to see a show up in the New York Times?
0: Okay, so now he's, so this is Bob Schiever of Schiever News. And uh, so he's saying. So they got the documents before WikiLeaks put them on the internet. They gave them to the New York Times with some caveats. We'll get to that. Well, there
13: were, as you recall, there were three uh, uh, sort of batches of documents uh, that the Times got uh, from WikiLeaks. The first two directly. The third, because uh, the founder of WikiLeaks, Julian Assange, apparently had taken offense at a profile that we published of him. He didn't want to give us the third. Uh, group of documents which were the
0: state department cables uh... but the i found that very interesting that uh... uh julian assange is going you, you're not getting that new york times because you wrote something nasty about me you're not going <laughs> well, that. that. that's
2: old-fashioned isn't it well
0: listen to this so what did he do with the washington post they didn't get any documents from from WikiLeaks. Well, let me go now
1: to karen now the post did not get any of these. Uh, let me just ask you uh... Why? Wow.
0: <laughs> and listen to the room laugh, by the way. It's a, very, it's a room full of shills and journalists. And why didn't you get it? <laughs> what are you, what's wrong with you? Why didn't you get any time? Every, they were giving it to everybody <laughs> Why didn't you get it? <laughs>
1: um, and what would you have done if you had gotten something? We, some like the Times,
6: were told thing. with the early releases, you know, there was the release of Afghanistan documents and, and Iraq documents, military documents earlier. And and we were told uh, by WikiLeaks that they we had published something about Julian Assange that they didn't feel was um, to their liking and uh, we were told specifically that they were not going to deal with us.
0: Well, now, what is that about? What is wrong with this guy? Does he really want to get the word out, or does he just, is he more concerned about his image?
2: Well, this is old fashioned. Like I said, this is the way uh, it always used to be, uh, which mean, indicates your th- thesis that it's mainstream media in a different, uh, you know, packaging. Yes, new, you know, old wine, same new, uh, new label, old wine, whatever that old saying is. I can't even remember. But anyway, uh, say hello to the new boss, same as the old boss. Yeah, this is like bogus that he would. I mean, he shouldn't have any. I mean, you either leak it or you don't. You don't, you know, say well, you get it. You don't, you get it. I mean, playing favorites, you know, and all this sort of thing is kind of. It seems to be against what you were talking about. I mean, what what we're envisioning as the WikiLeaks model seems to be invite. He seems to be violating it uh, with this kind of thing. Well, but, sta- well, but, the, well, but if it's if it's all bogus, it is totally
0: bogus because they they what they're doing is, and by the way, just on, on Assange's side. If they are arresting Julian Assange, they need to pick these guys up right away because he's just taking stolen documents and giving them to the New York Times before he's putting anything online. And the New York Times actually does the redacting with the State Department, with the Pentagon, and sends the documents back to WikiLeaks for them right. to then release online. Listen, I think to-
2: we've, we've dis- we have discussed this process on this show but this from is, the beginning.
0: But this is now – they're saying it. This is the app this is coming straight well, you know, from they've the you they were always saying
2: it if we if, if you went out and pieced it together you could put this you two you could add two and two you knew this was what's going on well, he- was this a shock to you well, here it is in, uh, in a very... Simplified form. Simplified, yes. We've
7: not done that here, but one is uh, you know, a flawed government employee who acted independently. So this
0: is the, uh, uh, this is the, the government guy saying, well, you know, this is a, a flawed employee, that never should have happened, and... Uh,
7: Violation of his pledge. And a government that engineered very poorly a security system. That's the first. Second are these cyber anarchists that do not have a rationale other than a, a, a just a c- capacity to create chaos. And then we have the story of responsible journalists struggling with information bridging across the two. I, to me, it, it, it's why I'm so worried about the collapse of professional journalism. Oh,
2: the collapse of professional the, journalism. The, well, th- what he's really saying, I'm so worried that our shills, uh-huh. our government spokesmen, <laughs> Holes. <laughs> All the rest, the whole system that we had put in place that keeps this crap from happening so we could dig, abuse the citizenry and tax them and screw with them is now falling apart. What are we going to do? But it's actually not true because th- they are completely
0: playing together under the same hat.
7: Uh, because we've had the discipline of editorial restric- uh, observation. Ooh! Ooh! Did he say
0: restriction? And did he correct himself? Play it again. We've had the discipline of editorial restrict, I mean, strict, uh, 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 Hold on, let me roll it back a little bit more. Here we
7: go. Because we've had the discipline of editorial restrict uh, uh,
2: observation. Whoa. 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 Editorial <laughs> restriction. So he's a State Department guy? Oh, Yeah. Editorial uh, restrict. Uh, How you the- think we're gonna stay on the air, uh, b- revealing these horrible <laughs> facts? We, people, help us out so we can at least <laughs> Please, stay on the air, little yeah, we, so we get can- some money out of <laughs> this just, thing, just so we can maybe you know. Li- li- can- hey, you're you're not following the guidelines.
0: <laughs> restrict, restrict,
7: restrict. Uh, 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 uh. Journalism, uh, because we've had the discipline of editorial restrict uh, 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 observation, observation that has given us a sense of what is and is not news. Uh, we're, what
0: is and is not news? Oh my God, this is even better.
7: We have uh, restri- restriction,
0: uh, 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 observation, what is isn't is not news by our spokesholes. And by the watch. way, yes. by the
2: way, that's why for some reason that, that story in Long Beach where the guy was gunned down in his own backyard, yes. in his own property by the cops because of this, uh, you know, say something, see something, say something thing. It was not reported anywhere except in no. a couple local papers.
0: That's not part of the, uh, not part of the deal. It's not on the list. It's not. It's not news. Right, you know, well, there's a lot the, of guys.
2: So- Rush Limbaugh talked about this, but most, but a lot of people that worked in mainstream radio uh, talk about this because most of this is, is usually a clip job when they do the news. They don't really have a news, much of a news staff. But, but, but both radio and television, and to a large extent, the, the most of the, the newspapers, they t- the cues all come from the New York Times. They're the official uh, conduit for what is news and what's not. Totally. And so you take and you look at the New York is it in the New York Times? No, this is, we were reporting, that, oh, no, if it's not in the New York Times, we can't go with it. It's a very common thing that was heard or is heard still heard around various newsrooms. Uh, it's like the New York Times calls the shots. Well, let's just continue for a little bit, and I'll get off of it, but I, I, it's
0: important
7: that people hear this from someone other than you and I. ...putting out for the world to see and what responsible journalists are struggling... Responsible journalists. ...to manage. We may not like it. I frankly don't like anything about this. But I respect the fact that you've wrestled with it and you did a very responsible job within the boundaries of how you saw your duties. This
0: is, this is the State Department guy complimenting the New York Times and the Washington Post,
7: complimenting them on doing such a responsible job. really do respect that. We're going to deeply regret losing that as being the foundation of journalism. <laughs> no kidding. And that's what's in front of us is a world of these cyber anarchists. What is ground truth in cyberspace, mm. and that's a problem.
2: What was that like? Well,
0: Understanding what, what is ground truth, as in ground zero. Ground truth in ground state. truth. Ground truth is what wow in in cyberspace. Yeah, that's a meme. Could be a meme. Could be the launch here. Let's uh, continue.
13: One of the most interesting things to me
0: um, in this whole
13: episode. This is the
0: New York Times guy, Scott Shane.
13: And something that's sometimes gotten lost in the reporting um, you often heard on the radio or tv WikiLeaks, the organization that released 250,000 secret diplomatic cables, Um, in a limited sense, that's true. They released them, actually, initially to a number of European publications.
0: I just want you all to understand what's going on, okay? The media is making it look like WikiLeaks are these tremendously great guys, but it's all just mainstream media and if the 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 best way to get false information into people's heads is to say it was leaked this is this is is like the oldest tactic in the world as far as we know they got these uh... you know just i don't
13: know i don't have any inside knowledge but it appears they got them in may or june they could have you know if they were really living up to the cyber anarchist creed that everything should be public all the time they could have, uh, in, in, in an instant, dumped
0: 250,000 unredacted cables online. Which is the way it was kind of presented to us, John, wasn't it? I mean, th- this is, oh, you've got to get the torrent, you know, this, well, I like, have, all these cables. I, yeah, those, that's uh, the way it was. 250,000 But things. then
2: once we, we deconstructed the fact that these were redacted and they were only being dribbled out... It seems as though the general public still thinks that that's what's happened. Nobody's ever. I mean, I get the biggest kick out of people. Well, this is terrible. Meanwhile, it really is that it's terrible. These you know, these pundits, these, you know, the Newt Gingriches of the world. It, it, and you could say, did you download the 250,000 documents yourself? Do you, you know that they exist? I mean, the whole they thing. They don't. Would be broken. They
0: don't. They
2: don't. No, they just come out with, oh, this is
0: terrible. Do you know, you know? The, the, the New York Times, is, I'm not going to play that clip actually had enough time between when they received, they received all the documents, they set up a whole database, yeah, they set up a whole database of all the documents and then they started searching the database, doing like, you know, searches for Afghanistan and, you know, Hillary, Hillary, exactly, and so yeah. they've had this for months, and WikiLeaks is not, is not revolutionary, they're not, they, they, woo
13: and it would have been, um, you, you know, much more of a tidal wave.
0: And, and this guy is actually, like, proud of it. He's like, <laughs> yeah. And by the way, people on the chat, we have a very good streaming provider. We're being messed with, okay? The net splits in the IRC channel, you're being messed with, okay? Stop with it. You know, we pay a lot of money for the stream. It's your money. Uh, we're getting messed with. End of. And whether people would have really been
13: able to make their way through it, who knows? But either, either because they felt burned over the Afghanistan documents, where they took a lot of heat for failing to redact out some names of Afghan informants who uh, were presumably put in danger, uh, they, they retreated. And with the Iraq document dump, they actually ended up uh, redacting with computers and stripping names out of them. And there, the documents they put up were more severely redacted than the
0: ones we put up blown away. Blown away. Now, the New York Times received the documents. They are actually the... They determine what gets leaked on the internet, and Bob Schrieffer asks if there are any documents they didn't put out there. Even
13: uh, government officials or military officials... Whose lives might be... Whose who lives, or you know, probably in most cases perhaps their freedom or their careers uh, or something would be in jeopardy. Um, you know, in in Russia, in China, in Libya, and. In any number of other places, if you uh, spoke sort of out of school to American diplomats, um, you could you could get in a heap of trouble. Did you withhold
1: any documents at the request of the State Department?
13: We withheld uh, a couple of documents that we, you know, that news-wise we probably would have. They were certainly interesting. We we would have published. Why? We we didn't post them at all because, you know, there was a strong case that they would damage. you know, in the case of one that I'm thinking of, uh, American, in, uh, a sensitive um, intelligence cooperation program involving another country. What?
12: <laughs>
0: the New York Times has something newsworthy they're withholding because the State Department asked them to, and WikiLeaks <laughs> did not put the document online because the New York Times said they shouldn't? What is well, like this? That, what, that's it. What, what is, you just, you, well, hold on. Summarize
2: the whole thing. What issue. is
0: this Scott Shane? Is he a Soviet spy? And one other
13: uh, small point is, uh, you know, and this is a fairly extreme example, obviously, but I spent a few years living in the Soviet Union.
0: Oh, okay. I just want to make sure. Of course. <laughs> Listen to this guy.
13: And they used to have uh, an agency called Glavlit, which uh, was essentially the official censorship agency. And they had a big, thick book of everything that was banned. And the guy is a
0: Russian spy. He learned in the Soviet Union where he lived and worked for the Ministry of
2: Truth. All right, I'll wind it up with one final clip. A question. Wait, what do you say about this big giant book? Finish it. <laughs> Screw the book. Come you on, I want to hear the rest of that clip. Really? Well, oh, that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, they had this big giant book. Okay. Thick book
13: of everything that was banned. And uh, government had sort of the upper hand in that society, so that you know the Fisheries Ministry put in there that uh, if you know that dumping fish uh, into the ocean waste, you know, was a state secret, and pretty much everything got to be a state secret after a while. So there's you know, I mean, when you ask, should the bureaucrat have the have the last word on what's classified, or should a journalist? And why, you know, many people have asked why why is a, why are journalists appointing themselves as the arbiter of what should be secret? <clears throat> well, you know uh, you know we are imperfect at it, but so is the government and I think it 's in this sort of interplay and this tension that exists in in the way we run our society, that you know generally we sort of muddle along that 's enough uh, we 've heard
2: enough so the He's only th- basically saying that you can forget about getting any kind of real uh, information from today 's media yeah but uh, uh, but that, you know how long has that been going
0: on so so wait a minute so here 's the final clip, and then i 'm done with with this, and then uh And then I think I've made my point. So the final question, which is a good one from the audience, is, uh, hey, did anyone, you know, did anyone, like, pay WikiLeaks for this information? Any of these pre-approved, oh, we like you enough to give you some of the information, but don't write nasty about Julian Assange, otherwise we won't give you any more information.
10: Did anyone pay for that? Three related uh, questions. One, did any of the publications uh, pay uh, WikiLeaks. Uh,
1: now listen to the fumble for any of the material. Secondly, um, Let, let's just answer. Let oh, right. say, answer. All right. Is that true? Well, you know, uh, to my knowledge, the answer is no.
0: Uh, to my knowledge, the answer is no. To my knowledge, I don't think any of the ones we've been dealing with have. I don't think. Hey, there was there was the Wall Street Journal. I believe
13: reported that they were once offered a deal where. If they broke an embargo on the documents, they would have to pay WikiLeaks $100,000 and they refused to enter into it. It wasn't exactly an upfront payment, but it was some kind of scheme where they'd pay if they published the documents before a, a particular date. But that was never, I
2: don't think, part of our deal. And
0: I, I don't think it was part of our deal. We well, you had a
2: deal. He never said no. Part of our deal. Part of our deal. Well, there was a deal. There. Yeah, of course there was a deal because of no follow-up
13: douchebag. I think part of our deal, and so we've never entered into any kind of... <laughs> uh you know uh, uh, uh monetary agreement
0: with wikileaks uh, that kind of uh, me, uh, right all right so uh, there you have it so to summarize my friends and this goes for everybody who's interested in this wikileaks gives information to the mainstream media the mainstream media goes to the government and says hey how about this one no not that one how about this one mm, cross off those names okay then they publish it
2: and then it, you, you, you have to admit it's kind of amusing that they they, clear, they said when, it, when Hillary came up, yeah, yeah, you can go with that. Yeah, of course. They said, well, Hillary, go ahead. Now, I will say one thing about
0: redacting. Redacting is actually is worse than not redacting because it tells the person who was redacted, play along, slave, or we're going to reveal your name. It's, it's much worse than redacting. It really is. No, it's, and it's, it's a form. As much
2: worse than non-redacting. yeah no, Non-redacting, I'm sorry. It's a form of blackmail. Over all of these people. everyone is The that. whole thing may be a blackmail scheme for all you know. Totally.
0: But uh, whatever it is, it's not uh, the heroes of WikiLeaks coming out and going, Yay! Look what we're doing. Because they're, they're just not. They're not dumping big documents. They're not. They're just not doing it.
2: They're not. No. And of course, give it to the Guardian. Because they know they're going to play it up. Of course. The Guardian, they, you know, well, they take everything so seriously. (laughs) Well, they're very important. (laughs) Very important. (laughs) Oh, look at this! Look at that!
0: We are so, we are so incredibly important. I tell you, that's who we are. We are the Guardian. And remember, the slaves.
12: Tell everybody.
2: Listen to me, Hatcher. You gotta tell them. Silent breed is people. Did you finally watch the movie?
0: Yeah, yeah. A million people sent me the, the links. So of course I watched it. It was great. It was great. <laughs> it's one of the
2: best movies ever. <laughs> it's great. Soylent Red and Soylent Blue and Soylent Green. Yes. And now, Soylent Green is so delicious. So we have
0: to uh, get into our uh, donation segment, but I want to kick it off with something that uh, was brought to our attention. I don't know if you actually really keyed into it, John, uh, about uh, Jimmy Wales. And uh, so Jimmy, he needs a he needs a shave. That's all I know. Well, so Jimmy Wales is, uh, although they've spread it out a little bit. You know, he's he's out there going like, uh, "I need some money for Wikipedia. Uh, donate. We have no agenda. Oh, uh, give us some money."
2: Okay. Well, they have an agenda.
0: Well, of course they have an agenda. But um, I would like to bring your attention to uh, Jimmy Wales. Who is featured in an entire advertising campaign for Swiss watches, Maurice Lacroix? And um, and it, it's okay if it's Jimmy Wales, but he's using Wikipedia in in his pitch. And so you'll see, yeah, some people call it impossible. Uh, Jimmy Wales called it Wikipedia. So, the Wikipedia is being used for commercial gain for Jimmy Wales. Now, I don't. Care. The guy can stand around and say, "Look, I, I'm a I'm a fantastic guy. I'm awesome. Uh, go buy this watch. You can do that." But when you are in the middle of a pitch for Wikipedia for people to donate money, and you're using the, the name Wikipedia in the Swiss watch commercial, I think that's wrong. What do you think, John?
2: <laughs> I don't really care. Well,
0: but let me play the commercial. This is really cool Here it is, Wikipedia, Jimmy Wales This is the Maurice Lacroix commercial Hi, I'm Jimmy Wales, founder of Wikipedia and ambassador for Maurice Lacroix He's an ambassador! He's an ambassador for Maurice Lacroix <laughs> I'm, an amb- I'm founder of Wikipedia and I'm ambassador
14: Authenticity to me uh, means just being who you are. Yeah, it's
0: like a, a money grubbing whore.
14: Um, you know, very
0: simply, um, you know, follow your convictions. Now it's like the photo shoot, and he's looking cool, and awesome. in, in the man
1: awesome. ...in the people that appear in the advertising, because they've got to be people that have uh, a depth to their personality. They've got to have substance. So, for example, someone like Jimmy Wales, he's always stuck to his convictions, and he is the man who, who he is today, because he's done that.
0: He's amazing, I tell you. Jimmy Wales is fantastic, and therefore you must buy this watch. Now, who else in the uh, in the money... Begging community, do you think uh, is also featured in this uh, in these fine commercials? What no, no Close, 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 very close. I'll give Stay. you a point. Here he comes, ladies and gentlemen. Stand by. Who could it
1: be? Who could it be? Hey. You know, I'm interested in whatever I become involved in. Like that's the truth. But and um, you know. They showed me the watches, which I thought were beautiful and cool. Yeah.
0: There you go, Sir Bob Geldof. Of course, makes so much Who's sense. Bob Geldof. Sorry, I don't know who this guy is. You don't know Bob Geldof?
2: No, I don't know Bob, Bob Gel- Geldof. Is, Geldof. is the guy always it? sitting?
0: Is the guy always sitting next to Bono at USA for Africa?
2: Oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Why don't they get Bono?
0: Well, Bono doesn't need the money. <laughs> Bob and, and Jimmy need the money.
2: Let me guess It's unbelievable
0: And what are well, we I doing I got
2: close didn't I want to hit the Bono guess
0: You were very That's why I said You were amazingly close Yeah The so Jimmy Wales You know what Hey If I could get The Maurice Lacroix Gig I'd, I'd take it
2: well, then what are you complaining about? Oh, I
0: don't have... I'm not getting it.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm not getting it either. So no. let's uh, thank some <laughs> listeners.
0: Let's thank some people who are helping us with our own Swiss watch commercial. So what we'll do is... Um, I will give you the time. 10.24
2: a.m. Uh, so uh, we got a new listener. Our new uh, donor. Uh, $100 from uh, in London, UK. Uh, Pavel... Uh, Abdulkin might be Pavel, don't you think? I knew a guy in the here named uh, Pavel, and he called himself Pavel. Well, I knew a girl named Pavel. Well, then I don't know if this is a guy or a girl. Hmm. He's a Ph.D. student, whatever the case, in Gitmo Nation East. Uh, been a douchebag for about 20 episodes now but can no longer resist a starting my knighthood layaway after you called the Queen of England evil. The following, is a long and potentially use, uh, the following is long and potentially useless. Don't read out loud unless you feel it's of any use. If you ask me, the U.K. government realized a long time ago that it does not have to spend the taxpayers' money on educating the young slaves, the benefits of the society, sure, but in the long run – uh no. In the short run, all the research can be done by foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> and pa- Pavel is a oh, Russian. We got by a the jingoist way. here, but that's okay, he's a good guy. <laughs> uh can't give you the exact ratios across the country not now, but at Cambridge and Oxford there's at least three fourth foreign PhD students for one Englishman. By the way, University of California same ways. Most people from China per se. Oh yeah. Uh, and the anyway it goes on and on. Well, yeah, you don't want it. You know, did it was, it was, it, people get you know they start to rebel. It's a problem. Did you see the riots in uh, in
0: Rome? Yeah, that was time. Well, yeah, it was unbelievable that uh, Berlusconi got a, a vote of no confidence. No, and he got a vote of confidence. Yeah, well, he, they were they were voting on a vote of no confidence. Right, but he owns everything and everybody, and it's like no, it's okay.
2: We love you. He barely <laughs> inched through, and then the public rioted. <laughs>
5: It's like, what, what?
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: Keep rioting, slaves. Good job. It's the, young anyway, pe- the- it's the young people who have to do this, by the way. We're too old. Yeah,
2: no, this. it always has, always has been, always will. It be. has to be. We're too old. I mean, we can't do anything. We have houses. We got responsibilities. We <laughs> don't have any
0: responsibilities. You know,
2: we have a few guns, but, you know, we won't shoot them at anyone. No, gonna, I'm not going to shoot And, in fact, anybody. you might get shot in the backyard if you even show the damn thing.
0: Listen, we have to watch C-SPAN. The young children out there have to go out and, and protest
2: and burn stuff. Yeah, they you know, that's the way it always yeah, is. exactly. Just just. Guilf, just check it. Luckily, they're doing something, because until the riots in London, it, like somebody said, I was watching another show on the BBC, said, I didn't think these kids had it in them.
0: Well, it doesn't look like we have it here in the United States of Gitmo no, Nation. No, we've
2: been, we've been and, and when we get to a segment coming up, which on Real News, I, I show you some of but the But you reasons. know why
0: it is, right? It's like it uh,
2: Wow, that really sucks. <laughs> That's really interesting that your machine's falling apart like that. I don't understand why, though. Gilfroy, you're gonna have to figure it out, Gil, because that's no good. Gilfroy, New Haven, Connecticut, ninety nine ninety eight. My MacBook keyboard started to have issues. Uh, Macintosh. Uh, then my disk, uh, my, my Dell disk failed. Well, there's another PC. Then my Lenovo PC. Instead of paying ninety nine ninety eight for a new keyboard, I decided to get some karma. I can live without a shift key, but not without karma.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I can't play you no know, karma right now because the karma bell is broken.
2: Wow. Yeah. Okay, Gil, we're gonna get you karma when we can. <laughs> we got Matthew, we got no karma. Matthew Matthew Becker, another uh, new donor, Endicott, New York, seventy five dollars uh, on behalf of his brother Nick, who introduced me to the show, requesting karma. Another one is uh, planning to go back to school. Uh, Nick is uh, needs karma and because he needs to better his career. Just keep Six, track
0: of the names. By the time we're done with the segment, I'll have karma.
2: Yeah, uh, Eric will be doing that. I hope. He's probably not even listening anymore. What's Eric going to do? I was hoping he'd do it, so I don't have to. He
0: would do what? Keep
2: track of the names. You that you need you karma. Can just
0: remember three names, John. Can you do There's that for a forty second?
2: people so far? No. <laughs> Matthew Becker, another new uh, new donor, uh, Endicott, New York, seventy five dollars. Uh, Robert Pinder. Oh, by the way, Becker, that was in behalf of his brother Nick. Right. I'm sorry I'm behind you. You're confusing me. I'm trying to read off this thing. Robert Pinder, Madison, Virginia, 6666. Ed, uh, Edward Berth... Uh, Beard, Beard, he's from Beerthausen. What does that mean? That must mean something.
0: No, not really. But he's from Amstelfein, where I lived. Um, yeah. Umstalfain. Doesn't Beerthausen mean beer house? No. Uh, no, I don't think so.
2: Okay, you two, he gave us double nickels on the dime. I'm sorry, I don't think it means beer house, no. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
2: what I would have guessed. No, 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 no. It's a good guess, but uh, no, no. no, no. Keep it up, guys. You two keep me sane during my daily commute. Uh, Loves the show, of course. Thank you very much. Well, this is is the best show on the interwebs. What do you expect? No, it is the best show on the internet. There's no doubt about it. In fact, it may be the best show being broadcast today in terms of uh, it, it being both enlightening and educational timothy nud or nude <laughs> and good for nud. you, and good for you it would have to be nud uh oh brother i would say nud i would say now i'm talking about the name of his town and it's in pennsylvania now,
0: timothy drives a a big
2: rig does well, he, he huh? yeah he drives an 18 wheeler why why yes why a loosing while losing Pennsylvania, so the best I can do is 5261 in the morning. John and Adam really enjoy the show. It provides me many hours of entertainment as I drive an 18 wheeler all over the USA and Canada, but I also need a de-douching, which you're going to get later, as this is the first time I.
4: You've been de-douched.
2: Well, there you have it. Yep. Can I, do I would the, like- can, I, can I do the karma while we're at it? He, it was- All right, let's go back a couple and give a couple karmas out. We got one for Gilfoyne. Uh,
4: <laughs> You've got karma.
2: Right. And we need a Matthew Becker karma for his brother Nick.
4: You've got karma. Okay. Good. Good All job.
2: All right, back to the 18-wheeler. Good job. Uh, he also wants to call out a, uh, a douchebag. And who would that be? Well, that's a good question, because i got to refine this thing as I had to go back. Oh, there it is. I'm way down too far. Mike Reed. Douchebag. He was my trainer when I started driving for Maverick Transportation. He got me into listening to the show, but as of yet, he has not donated. What a dick. I don't have enough to give 261 <laughs> as the episode number, so I'm donating $2.61 plus 50. As more becomes available, I'll be donating more in hopes of becoming a knight one day. You guys do a great job Highly appreciated. greatest podcast. Uh, Anthony Benson, Ride New South Wales Um Fifty-one eighty-eight, Quakers Hill, New South Wales. Again, actually, earthquake machine, capital of the world. I figure most of the listeners would be shelling out for gifts, and you guys would be short. So here's a. He's, he's got that right. Hell yeah. Here's a donation to see you through. I don't care about the political correctness. So Merry Christmas to you both. I hope no agenda gets bigger and better in 2011. Keep up the good work. Uh, if you consider an ultimate donation category for next year, when you record an extra show for the week, in this, with a sole executive producer or a show sponsor, something like that. Uh, donation site needs to match, match the cost of production. Of course, I don't think the show length should be about, I, I think the show length should be about a half an hour. What? Oh, be based, based on what we're getting. Oh, you I mean, oh, you mean money wise? Yeah. Based on what yeah. we're getting with the show should be a half an hour. John Tirada, Pasadena, California, $50. Jason Dozier, in Kansas City, Kansas. That's a $50 donation from him. And Different from Kansas City, Missouri, by the way. Nigel Ewan, Columbus, Ohio. $50. Hi, John and Adam. It's my last day of first semester at Columbus College of Art and Design. So here's some money to celebrate. Do us an album cover while you're in art and design. Obviously, I'm a poor college student, but here's what I can afford to part with, which is 50 bucks. Merry Christmas. Keep up the good work. N- Nigel Ewan. E-W-A Ewan. You got it wrong last time, bonehead, he says to me. <laughs> Chris Slowinski, uh Sherwood Park, $50. Tristan uh, Baynard, it's B-E-S-N-A-R-D, could be, uh, it's got to be, but Benard, I think. Benard? Benard. My French, he's in the Ile-de-France. Well,
0: an, isn't there an S in there?
2: Yeah, but it would be not pronounced Bez- it. Benard, you, know, you would not pronounce it, I, I agree. I wouldn't think so, maybe, you know he can correct us. He had uh, no idea the 10-10-10 coin debacle actually cost you money, so I'm doubling the cost of my coin with this donation and urge all coin buyers to do the same. By the way, everybody who bought a coin and got screwed, which is being rectified by Eric DeShill, uh, it, it stopped donating after that, by the way. And so that's, that's one of the reasons we don't like to this kind of thing to happen. Feel free to forget about my coin. Now you're getting your coin. Uh, Keep the money if it's too much trouble. Speaking of coins, what about silver and gold? No agenda coins. It would be great. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) solid gold. That would do it. (laughs) Yay. Anyway, uh, vive (laughs) la France. Uh, Jason Burke, Richmond, Texas, $50, anonymous poll, Scottsdale, Arizona. And actually, that's not even to be mentioned, so we won't even talk about it. Uh, So we're, uh, that's it. For our this week's uh, donors and the producers, thanks everyone. And we want to thank the people who also take out a thirty-three dollar thirty-three uh, cent subscription, if you can. That's that's going to be the big winner. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm distracted
0: by two chicks uh, making out in front of me. Really? I, yeah, they're just doing it to distract me. Look oh, over here in the look house. Over, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, look over here.
2: Don't look over there. Thanks. They work for the government. What are they doing well, there? One of them does. Uh, figures yeah all right anyway so, get back to the show get your mind back in the game i'm back here
0: but well yeah i'm also rebooting servers there's all kinds of stuff going on we are being we're being messed
2: with today we are being messed with uh, i think there's something else going on no anyway no, so i want to no, thank no, everybody no. who donated and go to com agenda show.com devork.org slash na for the donation page also dot if you can't get to that which is possible channel Sorry, it's dot slash na and uh, help us out on the net for the next show. And don't forget if you if you donate the show value, you get the member of an exclusive club uh, that never exists again. It's uh, this week we didn't get a, a two sixty one donation, but well, we, week, we, you know,
0: actually we didn't do too well on th- this. The past four uh, shows have, I'm sorry, been way down on donations.
2: Yeah, we've been down about ten k in the size of the um, uh, well, spreadsheet. The f- Per show yeah uh, th- th- but it should be re- relaxed by now so the people i think the one one of our uh, producers who said that there's people spend you know they're buying gifts for their family we're getting you know the short uh, sh- we're getting short cheated. that's not an unusual well, part
0: situation. well part of that is the is the paypal issue that they the people just couldn't get to the site that's part of it um and it's just been, it's just tiny tim man we've been tiny Timed. all right anyway well, well whatever appreciate it. Merry Christmas to y'all. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Enjoy it all. Kwanzaa. <laughs> Kwanzaa's important, man. Alright. Do we have a J.O. Yeah. to
2: close out the donation segment? I don't remember.
0: Um,
2: no. We can always do
3: that. I'm gonna show my support by donating to No Agenda. Imagine all the people who could do that. Oh
1: yeah, that'd be fab. Yeah, on No Agenda
12: in the morning
0: all right. Uh, I've been talking a lot this show, so I'm going to save my stuff for when you run out of things to
2: say. Well, you're going to be screwed then. Because you're just going to go nonstop? No, I'm not going to go nonstop. But I think we should do a, at least begin with a real news segment and a, and a pet peevish thing. Okay, we can do all that. Here. And now, back to real news Real news, everybody. So let's catch up with the extra thing so we, we at least know the basics. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm... You're not yes. paying attention. Tell those girls to get into the bedroom. Yeah.
0: Hold on a second. I need to, I need to meld these two together because that will sound really hot. Hold on a second.
9: And now, back to real news.
0: <laughs> it's the same. Extra,
6: extra.
3: Elin's new man. She's getting over Tiger with a hot new romance. So, who is he? Breaking news, Oprah's mid-air scare in Sydney. Just as we we're reaching the summit, the helicopter runs out of gas. New Pig Sandra's weekend with baby Louie. How they're spending their first Christmas as a family. Nicole Richie's weekend wedding. Three different dresses. The clue in the wedding cake, The elephant. <laughs> New video inside Elizabeth Edwards Memorial. John Edwards wearing his wedding band, The Secret Kate Edwards Told Her Mother Right Before She Died. Extra! Our Simon exclusive in London, breaking giant news about his return to American TV. Odie for Terry,
11: an extra. Extra!
3: extra. And Gwyneth's eating marathon to gain weight for her new role. What did you
7: eat or what did you get really, like, addicted to? Um...
3: Extra. Plus, extra fun with the fuckers. He got extra. the tongue Barbara. and she seemed startled every
2: single time. Extra. Extra. <laughs> <laughs>
12: Woo! What's up, everyone? Yeah! Welcome, Mario. Woo!
2: So, what is the deal, by the way, with this? You know, Oprah comes on. She's looking. She besides crying you're hot. Sorry, what? She's crying on her show with the interview with Barbara Walters. And then on this, she says, and then the helicopter ran out of gas just before as we reached the summit. So you're watching this and she's like crying about the helicopter running out of gas when she reached the summit. So let's back it up and see what what summit. Okay, she's walking on a bridge. Uh, walking with a bunch of people to get to the top of the bridge span. It's like it's a looping thing, right? You where get to is the top. This is
0: in Australia.
2: Yeah, in Australia, when right. you had a bunch of letters from people saying she's, you know, just wasting everyone's time down there. Right. So she said that she just before they got there was a helicopter, I guess, taking a movie or something. She wasn't in the helicopter. What was she? What was she sobbing about? <laughs> she's sobbing about the
0: fact that uh, she's uh, that her whole network is going to fail.
2: I think the whole thing is a dis- ridiculous.
0: She's she's an attention. She's getting out there, getting attention. She needs attention because she's about to launch the. Well, o- I'm asking w- you, N- th- you,
2: you Forget that part. What what is all this public sobbing thing? We had John Boehner on 60 Minutes <laughs> crying at the drop of a hat like a psycho. He always cries. <laughs> <laughs> do, you ha- do you have do you have a clip of him? crying? No, I don't care. The guy's just in
0: tears well, John, all the time. I, if you if you were a little smart. Maybe you would understand that this is how people make tons of money. We're not doing it the right way.
2: Yeah, we should be crying more. What am I going
0: to do? We <laughs> need more money. I I, people call me gay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So uh, let's listen to this Now, so there's a new show. This is the reality segment. Nice. There's a new show. People should try to check this show out. It is the worst thing. It's one of these. I, there's a there's a producer in Hollywood who's been around forever, and he does some of the most modern. Every time once in a while I see one of his shows, they're, all these, they're always little syndicated shows. The guy's name is Byron Allen. Oh, gosh, that guy that guy he's a yeah. black guy yeah. who's always wanted to be he was always on channel, Hall. channel nine in new york or whatever he like he's it, all right? over the place yeah. and he produces yeah. stuff he uses a lot of modern techniques he had not but, he had a talk show at one point even his own talk yeah, show. that's how he started yeah. right he wanted right. to be arsenio and he never did <laughs> and just, let's face it even arsenio couldn't be arsenio Exactly. Right. But whatever the case is, he's always experimenting. So what he's done is he's created possibly the worst show in the history of television by deconstructing and then reconstructing The View. Uh. So he's taken the characters from The View. First, he's got – and here's the – it's called Gossip Queens. Now, is it- <laughs> and it actually includes a queen in terms of a, one one gay guy. Of course. Who's ridiculously gay. Of course. And he's the queen. That's what we
0: need on this show,
2: John. We need one of us to be gay. Then it'll be go for it. So anyway,
0: (laughs) I can't wait for this segment, John.
2: So anyway, so we got a black woman who makes all kinds of snide and dirty remarks. Big fat black woman. She's one of the characters. Mm -hmm. The dumb blonde who rarely says anything, and she's very, you know, but but she's kind of quiet. But she's wow, I I can play two roles. She's the dumb blonde, which is (laughs) I can play the Elizabeth Hasselbeck person. I'll be the dumb gay blonde. Let me finish the deconstruction. <laughs> then the gay guy who's a little short Asian gay. We can't just be gay. He's got to be ah, Asian shoot.
0: gay. Oh, there it goes.
2: Who, whose voice is a woman, so when you hear the clip, you can't really tell when it's him. And then some burly kind of a uh, Rosie O'Donnell type character who's either, you know, who's, I guess, a pretend lesbian or something. And she, and she talks with a really deep voice. Does she
0: talk to her teeth like Janet?
2: like, like No, like she, Lucy? Uh, which makes me wonder. But she just talks with a deep voice. Uh. And uh, so, what, and what that's is this
0: the, on? What, what network it's does It's all this,
2: over the place. It's on NBC around here.
0: What? So, this is like a real show. Someone put real money it's, into
2: this. It's a Byron Allen syndicated show. It's syndicated, I'm sure. So, these four people are on the outside you know, black woman, dumb blonde, uh, gay guy, uh, burly woman. And then in the middle, they bring the guests on. And all the guests do, every one of them, is, is, is bring up gossip. Oh, you know what? Shall I tell you something? It just hit me. I was
0: asked to be on the pilot of this show. Why? I, I, because they couldn't get anyone else to do it. I guess I said no, but I, you were going to be on the pilot. What were you? What was your role in it? As a guest. As a guest to talk. about... Okay. well... Yeah. I'm just. I just hit. I'll look, I have to find the email. I bet you I can find the email. Can I play okay, the clip? Okay. Well, you look, while I look for the, for the e- email.
2: Play. Uh, now, you're going to play the clip, that, which is let's see. What is it called? Find? Is it called Rumor Queen or Gossip Queen? It's called Gossip. No, it's called Gossip Queens. I said Rumor Queens okay. on the clip. Gossip thing. Queens. All right, can we roll this? Uh, not the Who Average. You. There's two of them. Be careful! I you don't know, roll. I
0: the this is the worst show in history.
2: Yeah, that's it. Play it.
8: Joining us now from RadarOnline.com, the lovely and talented Alexis Terezchuk. <laughs> With the Jersey kids, what are they up to?
9: Oh my gosh! So I have the biggest scoop about Jersey Shore. This summer, while they were down in Miami filming the second season, mm-hmm. Snooki had so much to drink she got taken to the hospital and had her stomach pumped for alcohol
1: poisoning. What? Wow, that's amazing!
0: Why am I listening to this again, John?
1: This <laughs> is oh. the
2: real news segment wow. leading up. Wow. I want
1: to know. But wait, I'm wait, wait. I love stuff.
2: this girl. They brought her out. Uh, she's the gossip for the segment, and she says, "Oh my gosh." Oh, and my I mean, gosh. It's just unbelievable. She just sounds like a stereotype. It's hilarious. Oh, my god. <laughs> it's
3: just like pickle jars yeah, yeah. and just like... an old hostess fruit pie wrapper from the third grade. <laughs> exactly. like I could go
4: there, but I ain't going to go there.
3: Because <laughs> you know what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, you know. All right. do you have to drink in order to get your stomach pumped? I mean, how many body shots is that? I mean...
9: It's a lot, but she's only 4'9", so, Mm. but a a
3: little bit... A little taller than me. (laughs)
0: That's the Asian gay guy? Yeah.
9: Yeah. (laughs) And she's about 110 pounds, so she had to have a
8: lot to drink. Wait, hold on.
2: Stop it. She's 110 pounds, so she had to have a lot. What is she? 45 pounds. 110 pounds is not needing a lot. That's you get drunk pretty quickly.
0: I think she meant kilos.
2: <laughs> what can I? Do, how much more? It's hurt, ah, it's I knew it. Me. I knew you couldn't handle it. Oh, you can well, play the. Like,
4: yeah, it's like
0: why? You can play
2: the, the New York Times guy till hell freezes over. But my cliff. four
4: oh, airplane right. vodka bottles right, exactly. or for yep. four nine. Okay, she has to no, 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 But this
9: no, is something no, that everybody in the Jersey Shore is really worried about. <laughs> she has so much to drink all the time. Her partying is nonstop. But don't? here's the thing: after she went to the hospital, she had her stomach pump. She went right back out the next night to
0: do it again. So the whole thing, of course, the big joke is, it's so incredibly funny, is that, oh, well, did they find sperm when they pumped her stomach? Oh, that, yeah, that was the joke that, of the that, black that was That was the big joke. Well, very, very funny. This is the whole reason, along with some fluoridation of your water, that our young people can't actually get up off their asses and protest their government
2: killing them. Yeah, this is good. Now, so here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. By the way, there was about seven or eight clips I could have used. And that one we didn't finish. We're not going to finish. I've got the one. This is the first time I've ever seen this advertised in my life. This is who advertises on this show, which is pretty much like, what?
3: Play? Yeah. You're a free man. Thanks a lot. Be back. If you've never had to arrange for a bail bond before, it can seem pretty scary, not to mention expensive. I had no idea what to do. My friend told me to call Aladdin. It's the best call I ever made. Aladdin made it simple. They helped me with a payment plan so I could make monthly payments and continue to pay my other bills. Because Aladdin worked with me, I was able to get out quickly and get <laughs> my commitment to make my payments. And it's all behind me now. Thanks to Aladdin.
2: Aladdin Bail Bonds. We get you out. We get you through it. Hey, baby.
0: Hey, baby. Listen, I was just watching the TV and I was just watching the- You know, the show, baby, you know, the show, baby, We're talking about Snooky with a sperm in her stomach. Hey, baby, I was just watching the show on the TV and uh he can-, he can get you a loan to get me out, baby. Come on, baby. You can get me out, baby. I know you can do it, baby. And we can still
2: pay all the rest of our bills, baby. Come on. I mean, people out there who listen to our show, you have to realize – and by the way, a good reason that we don't have advertisers would be – I don't know who it would be. But anyway, the point is is that the, the advertising on television tends to be aimed at the audience, audience. as best it can be. Yeah, exactly. So when you watch, for example, the nightly news with Brian Williams, every – I'd say well, 80% of the ads that you'll see on that show are for some pill or another that yeah. has to do with being you – know, and, and typically with your penis. Well, there's a lot of that. In fact, I have a Cialis ad here for, right from the uh, Brian Williams show. Well, why don't we play that since we're doing it anyway? Do you mind? Go. You mind? But, you mind? Yeah, but wait, wait. Nope. This actually, I, wait. I got. There's a kicker to this. There is a, uh, this ad, uh, let's see, if, I think this is the one. Anyway, at the end of this ad, th- this was played, this was actually off of TBS, I believe. And at the end of the ad, there's a little thing, that, they, they segued into something else which makes it kind of ludicrous. ...can
1: turn the everyday into romantic. An accidental touch can turn ordinary into something more. Oh, don't touch it. <laughs> Moments can change anytime, time, just like that. Accidental do, touch. Men-
0: can you, it's like the TSA could do an accidental touch, and if I'm taking Seattle, I'm like... Boing, boing, boing.
1: <laughs> one look can
7: turn the everyday...
0: But Just one look, John. It's, this shit is so good, one look can
1: get you a super... Boner. ...into romantic... An accidental touch can turn ordinary into something more moments can change anytime just like that and when they do men with erectile dysfunction can be more confident in their ability to be ready with cialis for daily use cialis for daily use is a clinically proven low dose tablet you take every day so you can be ready anytime the moment is right tell your
13: doctor about your medical condition and all medications and ask if you're healthy enough for sexual activity
1: don't
5: take cialis if you take nitrates for chest pain as this may cause an unsafe drop in blood pressure
13: don't drink alcohol in excess with cialis side effects may. Include headache, upset stomach, delayed backache, or muscle ache. To avoid long term injuries, seek immediate medical help for an erection lasting more than four hours. If you have any sudden decrease or loss in hearing or vision, stop taking Cialis and call your doctor
1: right away. Ask your doctor if Cialis for daily use is right for you. For a 30 tablet free trial offer, go to Cialis.com. Ready,
2: Sensei?
0: What is that? What is it? The, the, the bit
2: you there? You cut, you stepped on
0: it. I, shit, I'm sorry. I, let me listen again. Here we go.
2: com. Ready, sensei.
0: I can't. I can't understand it.
2: It was something about ready, set, something. Ready. Oh,
0: <laughs> ready, sensei.
2: Ready, sensei. Yeah, I, I mean, that's not the. I have another. Well, ad can can I just say
0: one thing about the Cialis? Well,
2: okay. wait a minute. I got. Let me say something first, which oh, is, okay. if why would you be telling your doctor about your medical condition? Doesn't he tell you about your medical condition? That doesn't well, make sense. Uh, well,
0: how about um, ask your doctor if you're. Healthy enough to have sex? What? What? That's crazy. Ask your doctor if you're healthy enough to ha- to have sex. And what this is? Okay. What's he gonna say to you?
2: No, no, no. you're gonna die.
0: <laughs> What's he gonna say? Yeah, I mean, sex is like that's like the only thing all humans actually are supposed to do. That's the that's, a, yeah, that's, that's, that's like, not like that the, the only thing we're built for is to have sex. I mean, uh, I'm not healthy. Excuse me, honey, I'm not healthy. I'm not healthy enough. enough. <laughs> Let me find that piece in the clip. That was amazing. Cialis for daily use is a clinically proven low dose. It's clinically proven. It's, it's the you more. take every day, so you can be ready any time. I can be. Re- I'm going to tell you what this is for in a minute because you got to be ready at any time. The moment is right.
13: Tell your doctor about your medical condition and all medications, and ask if you're healthy enough for sexual activity.
0: Excuse me, John. Uh, am I healthy enough for sexual activity? No. <laughs> me doctor don't tell no, me you're i'm not, not don't tell me i'm not healthy enough lose some, some weight <laughs> stop drinking okay. stop smoking so what this is all right is um this is this is part of the slavery system because the way the media works right if you don't look the way the magazines look and the way uh, and the way women are portrayed then your man does not get a hard on anymore and that's in combination with the fluoride and all the stuff they're spraying in the air and you know it's just like you are completely uh, you're completely zonked out but in order cuz the one thing that sound so the one thing that everyone has to do otherwise you die is you have to have sex you need sexual activity in your life it's it's like eating breathing uh, pooping you need sexual activity and, uh, and because you're now turned off by your, by your mates, male, female, whatever it is, because they don't have that look that is being portrayed, we have to keep our slaves healthy enough. So we'll give you this thing where, you know, you just. Drug them. Yeah. And then you just touch it and boing, boing, oh, it works. And it's like, and, and you, you take it in combination with some other stuff and you're hallucinating or whatever. Because, you know, you, and it, look at the commercials. It's so, because guys can't get hard anymore looking at their spouse doesn't matter if it's they only show men and women but i'm sure it's uh, the same for uh for uh, homosexual couples because we're portrayed in a certain way it's sad it's so sad and, but even sadder is i have to ask my doctor if i'm healthy enough for
2: sexual activity i bet you better start asking <laughs> All right. So it's, we got uh, that. Well I have another drug pill ad that has something quite amusing at the end of it. That other one didn't work out. But this one here you'll clearly hear. This is that one was from I think the nightly news. This was this is the one from TBS. Where they they, they they this is about this is the ridiculous birth control pill that kills oh, your periods. Yes. Yeah, seasonique, seasonique. <laughs> And it it and at the end they put they somebody I know I worked in enough you know back I've seen these guys operate. I've, I've somebody slipped this in on purpose. They have a very uh, little clip, a little TBS promo for something. And it just says a little one word is like a one liner at the end of this ad. And then they cut to another ad. But there's this thing that's dropped in and it's like somebody did this on purpose. Who says all birth control pills have to
4: be
1: the same. Birth control pills don't have to mean 12 periods a year.
8: When you're on a birth control pill, there's no medical need to have a monthly period. Really?
0: Is that true? There's no need. No medical need.
4: So what are you waiting for? We punctuate your life with fewer periods. Like other birth control pills, Seasonique is 99% effective. But instead of getting your period every
8: month, you get it every three months. That's four periods a year.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Hold on a second. Wow. You know one. You know one of the things that I I I'm not. I don't know this for a fact, but it seems to me that this is just another birth control pill that was developed. And when they were testing it, they said. Hey, crap. Shit, these women aren't having any periods. They're going to freak out. Right. That's like that's like the Post-it notes where it was a mistake. The gum. Yeah. The, 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 they're they're the, going to the freak out. And work. <laughs> and you have your genius in the room saying, "No, they're not. I've got an idea. <laughs> Let's sell <laughs> that as the feature."
4: My doctor told me I'm more likely to have bleeding or spotting between periods. But this can be slight to a flow like a regular period, and should decrease over time. Like other birth control pills, prescription seasoning has serious risks, including blood clots, stroke, and
8: heart attacks. Smoking increases these risks especially if you're over 35 if you've ever had any of these conditions certain cancers or if you could be pregnant you should not take the pill the pill does not protect against hiv or stds get all the facts at season 8.com get what you want from a birth control pill starting now we punctuate your life with fewer periods ask your doctor for
12: season eight
0: all right so i I think that stepped on the end no you can't hear anything in your stupid end clips your life with fewer periods ask your doctor for season eight
2: very funny like you can't... You didn't hear him say very funny? It's hard to hear. Well, if how you, would you know that you didn't play it? Treat your life with
1: fewer periods. Ask your doctor for season eight.
13: Very funny.
0: Yeah, Right, whatever. It, you have to understand, John, you saw it, you heard the clip, but your mind is tuned to it. You it's, cut it off before you played it, before cut, you made your value judgment. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of... I've seen this commercial for Ten
2: years you just seeing this now? No, they've, they've changed the commercial. Now all the women who are doing all those disclaimers have a big grin on their face. <laughs> okay, good point. <coughs> They're happy. They're not bleeding. No, they got a big grin when they say you can get cancer. They got a big grin. You can get cancer.
0: You can get cancer. Awesome. Let's talk about Richard uh, Holbrook.
2: I have a Richard Holbrook uh, tribute. On the clip list, but you do yours. Oh, the only thing I
0: I wanted to mention is the uh, uh, the, and I don't know if this is true, of course, but apparently his dying words were, "You've got to stop this war in Afghanistan." As they wheeled him into the Pakistani, oh, uh, she, uh, yeah, no, I'd, I'm pretty sure he didn't say that. But you know, uh, Richard H- uh, Holbrook, he was the guy. Um, he now he basically ran the whole Bosnia operation but he was the guy who cardizic was that the guy's name the crazy guy they found uh, uh who's not who's been on perpetual trial in the Hague he was the 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 murderer of
2: something. No or what's other. his name? Yeah, it's a Car- different name. You Car- got his name. Kardizic Cardizic something like no, Cardjik no, no. Car- Yeah, Car- I you just go on. I mean something like you, Car- I had it but the you come up with that name now it's boggled my mind I've lost it. So, go uh, ahead, Slobodan Milosevic. No,
0: no, 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 not Slobodan Milosevic. It's the guy they found a couple years ago who was... who was. Uh, oh, the guy that was le- leading a normal life. Yes, hiding in plain sight as a doctor. Yeah. And he said, hey, wait a minute, Holbrook promised me complete immunity. He made a deal with me and he showed the papers that Holbrook made to deal with him and they would
2: screwed the guy anyway. Yeah, no, and there's a story on this on this clip. I have to say, Democracy Now, of all, which was kind of surprising because Holbrook is associated with the Democrats. Holbrook came into business with the with the uh, at the during the Vietnam War during the Democrat era. Mm-hmm. He uh, did the Johnson thing when they uh, that's when he started training, getting trained. Mm-hmm. Then he was uh, the Carter guy who uh, was responsible for bombing the crap and basically a genocide in East Timor. <laughs> it's some people say it's Karadik. Others say it's
0: Kardashian. <laughs> Just keep it with Karadik.
2: Uh, they, he's the one responsible for East Timor, which is something that we don't study in school. And we still, no, I, I'm no. still sketchy about, but yeah. it seems to be a genocide that we had something to do with. And then he is the guy, apparently, what he did in the Bosnian thing, he... According to some reports, well, he's also responsible for going to the head of North Vietnam it's when he was visiting New York, so they were going to try to, during the Carter administration, and we're going to end the embargo, and he promised the guy, to, we're going to stop this, it's bad, and he told the guy to wait for a phone call, he waited four days, nothing happened, he went back to Vietnam, and that was the end of it. And he also apparently... Went to, uh, to Milosevic and there's there's a movie of a meeting with him, and told Milosevic. He says, "Look, he did an economic hitman thing." He says, "You got an issue here. We have to come in. We, so, we want you to, like turn over this and that." He basically, I, I think f- Holbrook was the messenger of death, and uh, Milosevic said, "No way!" And then they then so Clinton started bombing, bombing the place, him. bombing him. Yep. And that was always a mystery. And Holbrook was responsible, you know, did the anyway, you can play my clip, which has some of this in there. But I was amazed it was on democracy now because this guy is a Democrat, only associated with Democratic administrations, even though they kind of pass a little bit off these, you know, they could blame Bush a little bit. But the fact of the matter is that the the progressives don't like to admit that they're worse than the the Republicans.
0: And this is uh, the ode to Holbrook. Yeah. Yeah.
8: While tributes have been pouring in for Richard Holbrook, little attention has been paid to his role in implementing and backing U.S. policies that killed thousands of civilians. As Assistant Secretary of State in the Carter administration, Holbrook oversaw weapon shipments to the Indonesian military as it killed a third of East Timor's population. In 80, he played a key role in the Carter administration's support for a South Korean military crackdown in a pro-democracy uprising in the city of Gwangju that killed hundreds of people. Details of Holbrook's role in East Timor and Korea have been entirely ignored by the corporate media since his death, hardly covered before as well. Richard Holbrook was also a prominent Democratic backer of the Bush administration's decision to attack Iraq in 2003. Yeah, that
14: Saddam posed a threat with weapons of mass destruction, Richard Holbrook. But during the Clinton administration, uh, there were the most ruthless economic sanctions in history imposed by the Democrats on the government, um, or rather the people of uh, Iraq uh, that just targeted the civilian population denied food and medicine, turned the hospitals of Iraq, and John Pilger knows about this better than anyone because he did the definitive film on it, turned the hospitals of Iraq into death uh, rows for infants. Um, so, you know, Richard Holbrook was part of an administration that also bombed Baghdad on multiple occasions in the north and south of the country as well under the guise of the no-fly zones. This
8: was during Clinton. And this was during the Clinton
14: administration. So then when you fast forward to the Bush uh, fraudulent case for war, having someone like Richard Holbrook support it is pr- the embodiment of the continuity Of U.S. foreign policy in Iraq. Clinton started the war um, on Iraq uh, in in full after George H.W. Bush invaded uh, and attacked Iraq uh, during the 1991 Gulf War, and it's been consistent U.S. policy, and Richard Holbrooke has been a staple of that policy. It was a staple of that policy.
8: I wanted to go back in time. Um, uh,
0: You know, um, uh, I have some deconstruction on what's happening with this, some serious deconstruction. Um, because w- what was Holbrook really doing? He was uh, he was doing his usual trick in Afghanistan this time around, which, of course, is really Pakistan. You and I have discussed this ad nauseum that the whole Afghanistan thing is really about Pakistan to start with. Now, I do want to point out that uh, the, the Holbrook's death, his uh, aorta ruptured in a meeting with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I mean, this, this just adds to the nefarious body
2: count that surrounds the Clintons. How does
0: your aorta actually rupture?
2: You have to get your blood pressure up through the ceiling, I would assume, or, or maybe someone just
0: karate chops you and something. I, I mean, who knows? But he, so he's, he's having a meeting with Hillary Clinton, drops basically drops dead. I mean, they try to rescue him and they do some, uh, uh, and this happened in Pakistan, did it not? <coughs> I don't know where it happened, but I understood that it happened while she was in a meeting with him. I I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong.
2: Um. So up,
0: uh, yeah. Well, you look that up while I'm gonna I'm gonna deconstruct. This is with some help from uh, Eric from Portland, by the way. He did a pretty good job. So um, he he was basically the guy um, running the show in Pakistan. So he is now out, and and there's basically a vacuum now in the power structure in Pakistan because we have uh, we have a president there uh, known as Mister Ten Percent Zadari, who is you know weak, corrupt. I mean the whole play it's all completely lame. But now you've got um, what's his name Musharraf is now, who of course is military. And he was ousted. He's piping up, going, "Hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I everything, I get, I'm taking care of everything. Pakistan has to be protected. Yeah, I'm here. I'm on the scene." So, with Holbrook out of the way, there is some. I think there is a benefit to him being out of the way. Um, and this came out yesterday. China's ambassador to Pakistan will be in Pakistan from December 17th to the 19th and is expected to sign 20 agreements and memoranda of understanding. This, of course, is about the 100-plus Chinese energy projects that are taking place. And I think that uh, whether intentional or not would be horrible to think that it's intentional – but with Holbrook out of the way, Pakistan is now destabilized, and they're trying to cut off China moving in and bringing more Middle East oil to China. I mean, you always have to boil it back to the oil. But having Holbrook gone, I think, is a huge deal. I think it's a big-ass
2: problem. Uh, well, from the sounds of his history, yeah. Now, she was, they were having a meeting. I'm just not finding where the meeting took place. So I, it could I, have been I, in Pakistan. Just, it would make sense. It was in Pakistan. She's never home. And did and there was something. <laughs> she's never home. You know, Bill
0: says the same thing. Bitch is never home.
2: Um, there was something else that was really weird. It's uh, funny that, that in, in this report from the Pakistani uh, from Pakistan, Senator Hillary Clinton confirmed the death of Richard what really? What is she doing confirming it? Well, she's an official. She can. But well, she's it his, his boss, stuff. I guess, in some way.
0: I I don't know where I put the. Uh, I put this link, but uh there was uh, in Pakistan, there, and this wasn't a. Oh man, I can't believe I can't find this. I'm going to see if I can
2: find it while you're doing your next thing here. Um, Why don't you play? You can play the. Uh, I have this other clip on Holbrook. While you're looking, the Holbrook East, and East, East Timor. Okay, I'll play yeah, that. Yeah, that's good.
10: Yeah you were the Assistant Secretary of State in the Carter administration uh, at the height of the genocide in Timor, uh, the years This is a question and answer with Holbrook.
2: This is obviously not done yesterday. No, this was done in 97. This is a question and answer at one of the universities by some investigative reporter, asking, grilling Holbrook out of the blue. He didn't expect this guy to be there. Okay, uh, 77,
10: 78, uh, 79 when the killing rose to a peak and you were the Carter administration's point man on Timor policy. You handled the testimony uh, before Congress and so on. And it was under your watch that the U.S. sent in the OV-10 Bronco uh, planes, the low-flying planes which were used to bomb. Block- and strafe the Timorese out of the hills. Uh, testimony from Catholic Church uh, sources, reports from Amnesty International and others indicated uh, that hundreds of thousands of East Timorese were killed uh, during this period. And during this period, not only was the U.S. sending in these weapons which were used to kill the Timorese, but it was also blocking the U.N. Security Council from taking enforcement action on the two resolutions which called on Indonesia to withdraw its troops without delay. We know that this because uh, daniel patrick Moynihan, the former u.s ambassador to the u.n wrote about it in his memoirs that was the policy that started under ford and kissinger okay and you continued that policy uh so i have two questions the first is uh would you be willing to facilitate uh the full declassification of documents uh regarding what the carter administration your administration uh, did in east timor by granting a all right
2: now I want to mention something here. There he goes on and on about how uh, you know in the Carter administration keeps coming up in the in the mix as a bunch of basic genocidal maniacs uh, because of Holbrook. And I, as I was listening to all these tributes and the rest of it, and the Carter administration thing kept coming up. I I began to think to myself, why is Jimmy Carter? out there pounding nails and building houses and doing all these things that seem to be based on, on some guilt-ridden conscience that he may well be exhibiting. I mean, he's the only president ever that has been – that is like – obviously, you know, he's, he's got something wrong with him. I mean, not that people shouldn't be out there helping people build houses, but the, a former president doing this is almost bizarre, um yeah, I a, think he's got a guilty conscience. I think this East possible. Timor thing we have to look into it a little possible. more. Yeah. We've seen that everyone's dropped the ball on it. Okay, you do
0: that. And then I'll I look at, I'll look into the following story. This is from the Daily tele- sorry, the uh Daily Telegraph in Gitmo Nation East. Uh members uh of Ms. Bhutto's Pakistan's People Party. You remember uh, she was assassinated uh, and she was uh, on track to become the Pre- El Presidente of Pakistano. Uh, they are now, s- <laughs> I love this, they are saying that she was not killed by an assassin's bullet. Remember she had her um, her head out the out of the, the moonroof of the car and she was waving to everybody. And then a bomb exploded and they said, well, you know, because of the compression of the bomb, uh, her head snapped against the sunroof and uh, she died. Remember that? No, but go on. Okay. Well, now they're saying uh, she was not killed by an assassin's bullet, nor by the compression from the explosion. That was all cover. She was actually killed by sophisticated laser beam technology.
2: Why? Uh, what? Well, you why? got a gunman. You got a. You got a bomber. You got all this stuff. Why do you need to go to the extra, to the, some crazy, uh, you know, out, outrageous way? You know, it's not that hard to kill somebody when you're bombing them. This sounds like bull crap.
0: Well, this is the uh, interior minister, Hamid Nawaz, who was saying this, and uh, he says, look, it's just the facts. Nothing more, nothing less. (laughs) I'm just like, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's not cool that she got killed,
2: but, you know, it's like laser beam technology? Yeah. I'm liking that. That's awesome. Sounds like he's, I don't know what the point of that is. Well...
0: Anyway, there's a there's a lot of uh, hope wherever there's. Nasty- Maybe
2: it's to scare people thinking there's some sort of a ray beam possible, gun. If possible. you don't shut up, you will get you too.
0: But uh, regardless, wherever Holbrook went, bad stuff happened later.
2: And- he was a, he was the, the head of the jackals. Yeah, yeah,
0: completely. It was pretty
2: obvious. Um, and why is you know he's being you know oh poor guy we lost one of our own and oh yeah well the- of
0: course well you yeah. know.
2: Now what are you going to do?
0: I think he took one for the team, quite honestly. Well, was, uh, he was going he was going off
2: script or something and they had to do something. Well, maybe he. he did have something. Maybe he was to turn down the Afghani thing and said, "Look, this is crap." And what it had, what was interesting the other day was I think it was either yesterday or the day before, I was watching CBS News with Katie Couric mm-hmm. and uh, so I could get some all, the only reason you watch these shows again is to get clips for, you know, drugs. Uh, <laughs> to actually had, go and buy some. They had this really weird piece of propaganda on where they had four uh, soldiers from Afghanistan. All of them lost their legs. They're just four legless guys and two, uh, you know, Marines, two uh, uh, like troops and two uh, uh, officers, a lieutenant and a major, I think. And they were going on and on about how it's worth it. You know, it was worth it to lose our legs. It was so important that we're there and it would be all for nothing if we if we left prematurely we have to stay there till oh, the job's done. How disgusting is that? It was four of them and they were all in total agreement oh, and it was man. it was that's, like what a piece of, what this is ridiculous. That's
0: really 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 horrible to do that. It was it was actually kind of ugh, kind of So uh, speaking of economic hitman, uh, update on Haiti. So uh, the the um, AFP, Agent france Place, uh there's a couple of actually there's also an AP report. Where they're uh, looking at, uh, they've reviewed some of the the money that went to Haiti. Now remember, you know who who is in charge of all this? Bill Clinton. Uh, he's the the UN envoy. Remember, we had all those celebrities and we did that big fundraising, and we oh, we're going to help the poor people of Haiti, and they're all still in these. They're all still in the tented areas, as Bill Clinton calls it, the tented areas. 1.3 million people. They're puking their guts out from cholera. They have nothing. They've been screwed. Brought
2: in by the UN. Yeah.
0: Br- brought in by the UN. So the AP Associated Press, and I'm not quite sure how they got this one out, uh, focused on contracts from the U.S. government, which spent an, est- uh, an immediate $1.1 billion in hu- U.S. humanitarian assistance after the earthquake and promised another $1.15 billion for Reconstruction. Uh, in November, the first 120 million of the pledge reconstruction funds were transferred to the World Bank. And uh, the whole point is uh, of the article is that for every 100 dollars that was spent on aid to Haiti, one dollar and sixty cents was given to a Haitian company. See, this is how the economic hitmen work. They say, "Okay, Haiti, we're going to hook you. We're going to hook the brother up. We're going to give you a billion dollars." But this billion dollars will be spent on American companies coming in to help you, and you're still going to owe that billion dollars at the end of the road, and that's why we're going to own your ass. Only what happened this time is a billion dollars went to all these companies who did F all with it. Nothing. <laughs> except, <laughs> except, well, I'm sorry, they did do something. They started to set up the, the hotels. But now it gets even better. Even better. The United States and Canada signaled on Monday mounting impatience with the leaders of Haiti, warning them to make greater efforts to resolve their nation's problems or risk an aid freeze. <laughs> Yes, and unfortunately, I don't have any audio of it, but U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton said there was, quote, growing frustration, and that's when we're approaching the one-year anniversary of this Haitian earthquake, and there hasn't been the kind of coordinated, coherent response from the government of Haiti that is called for. We're going to cut you off, bitches! It, is, it, it literally turns my stomach. And we've got Bill Clinton on the U.N. side and Hillary Clinton, who is in charge of USAID, these people are evil. I tell you, the two of them are evil, evil, and they've taken your money. And you, idiot, stupid slave, human resources. I'm sorry to say it. You just stay, just like oh, here's our money. Oh, we've got some celebrities. Oh, there's, oh, John Bon Jovi singing for Haiti. Let me give me some money. Let me text you some money. You should be so outraged, so angry right now about this. I,
2: I, th- I think you've you've made this point before.
0: I have to do it because people forget. We keep, we move well, on. Well,
2: there's a cycle involved with this. I've noticed it. I haven't pinpointed what it is, but there'll be another forget period of, I don't know, is it four years, three years? I don't know what it is. I mean, there was hands across America. I was going <laughs> to, was a farm, you know, actually farm aid seems to actually give money to people, but the comic relief, there's a whole bunch of the, what was the one, the big giant one that, that there was heavily documented how they got soaked. All these celebrities and these things, you know, they have these, you know, there's a cycle of them. I don't know if they can push them together too tightly, but they, you know, they have some disaster. Everybody gets on the TV and the networks give up, you know, hours of time, Mm -hmm. which costs them money. They can't be too pleased with it, Uh, but they have to. Otherwise, they look like, you know, creeps and it's it's, it's unbelievable. It's a good business. Oh, it's a fantastic. Well, this is the business that Bob Geldof is in.
0: That's what he does. That's what he does. And he gets good gigs out of it. Cool gigs. Yeah, he also gets an ad for a free watch. Yeah, he gets a free watch. Yeah, I think he gets more than the free watch for doing the ad because he's St. Bob. You know, they call him, he is a sir. He was knighted. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he's Sir Bob. Yeah, Sir Bob Geldof. But he got better knights than But people call him St. Bob. St. Bob, I'm telling you, and I, and I, I know he's, it, I, don't, I don't want to get any
2: personal stuff, but I know a lot about Bob Geldof, and he's not a guy. All right, so let's, let's shift gears, or should I say shift tracks, which is a cue for one of our things. Shift tracks, get it? No, no? I'm not, uh, get,
0: oh, you mean, sh- oh, 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 John, do you mean uh, shift tracks? All aboard, train's good, plane's bad. woo
2: so the the left-wing uh, MSNBC is making a big point out of trying to attack these uh, couple of states, Ohio and Wisconsin, right. who say, screw you, not, high-speed rail right. is a scam. Right. And the real reason, by the way, it, when you hear the, the, real, the full pitch of these guys is that the government's going to give us a bunch of money and maybe create a few jobs, 5,500 5, in the case of Wisconsin, which Oberman bitches and moans about. But the fact of the matter is the long-term maintenance is going to be up to the states, and we can't afford it which is really what the what the reason you don't want high speed rail. But there was a new piece of information on this Oberman clip that I have that that kind of redefines high speed rail. See if you can figure it out. Yeah. During
9: his campaign to become governor of Wisconsin, Tea Party Republican Scott Walker pledged to add 250,000 jobs in his state by 2015. He's yet to take office, and already his job creation tally is at negative 5,500 at least. In our third story, two Tea Party Republican governors-elect have turned up their noses at federal money for high-speed rail lines as their state's unemployed twist in the wind. The decision to rescind the high-speed rail money finally came down last Thursday. Transportation Secretary Ray LaHood announcing that Wisconsin and Ohio would forfeit $1.2 $1.2 billion that had been allocated to build high speed rail lines in those states. The money, which did not require any state matching funds, was requested under Democratic governors. During their campaigns, Tea Party Republicans Walker and John Kasich of Ohio each promised to kill the rail projects. I want to tell you, I'm governor. The 39 mile an hour uh, high speed passenger train is dead. Fox News governor had his facts wrong. Of course, the train travels up to 79 miles an hour, averaging over 50. Before the $400 million in high-speed rail money for Ohio was pulled, outgoing Democrat Ted Strickland unsuccessfully begged Governor-elect Kasich to reconsider. (laughs)
0: Wow. 79 miles an hour.
2: Yeah! Wow! It, when it's hitting, when it's full throttle! Wow! That's average is awesome. fifty.
0: I think. The, I think the 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 thirty nine <laughs> was the, is actually the average. That's why he said thirty nine. Yeah, no, that's why he said thirty nine. But, but, but none
2: of this is high speed rail. It Has nothing to do with it. It's just just bullcrap. It's not even. They're not even putting high speed. Obviously, they're not putting high speed tracks up there. No. This is like no. That's not even. That, that's not even. That's like inner city <laughs> uh, in in Europe. They have. The, the, the stuff that the one notch you have, for example, in uh, <laughs> you have the high speed rail, then you have an inner city rail, which is called different things in different parts of the, with different that's,
0: countries. That's, here, that's what we call a high speed sob, baby. That's that's the speed. The, of my sob. The high speed one. rail in Europe
2: is <laughs> so maybe two hundred miles an hour. The the, the high sp- the inner city stuff is about one hundred or one twenty. Sometimes, or minimum, the average is probably eighty or ninety. Minimum. <laughs> This is like thirty nine yeah. fifty. Well, there's a couple- average, there's and then a- Oberman's arrogant about it. The high speed rail goes up to seventy nine miles an hour, and it averages oh, oh.
0: fifty. I have the facts right here. By the way, we're doing another um, talking points memo, and it will be about high speed rail this time, and that's coming out at the end of this month. John, is that only uh, it's coming out as soon as I can finish it? But now I got this <laughs> new information as
5: soon as I can finish it. Well,
0: finish well, there's it. some there's something to add. There's something to add. Um, There is now this huge Al Jazeera, uh, uh, boy, Hill and Knowlton did a great job on this, did an hour-long special titled On a Wing and a Prayer, and it's based around these whistleblowers from Boeing uh, who uh, have uncovered the possibility of a catastrophic event that the 737, the workhorse of Boeing, by the way, It it is the work that it is unsound.
2: It's the Southwest jet of choice because it's never had a fatal accident. Uh, well... It's never had a fatal accident no, that had true. to do with the aircraft.
0: No, uh, correct. It's always been pilot error. But now they're saying, well, when it when it impacts the ground, it
2: breaks up. Well, because it <laughs> Whoa, really? <laughs> but that, Let me write that down. But they did... Let me uh, write that down. Now, the, the plane is hitting the ground at what speed? <laughs> it's, it's beyond the point. <laughs> But they did an hour-long
0: special on Al Jazeera, and, and you know, and there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on here. But I think Hill and Nolton really pulled this one in because the 737, it is the mo- it's, I think it's one of the most
2: common passenger aircraft that's used. Oh yeah, they make they make all their money. And There's on that
0: all kinds thing. of. Oh, I'm afraid to fly. I don't want to fly now. Just be afraid, slave. Be afraid to
2: fly. Take the train. You know, there's it- 85 million flights a year <laughs> that go. Take off and land. Listen, there's 85 million takeoffs and 85 million landings a year. Where is the danger? Listen to this clip from Fox.
0: Uh, The travel expert comes on, and she's going to talk about. uh, uh, travel deals for the holiday season.
4: Or you want to go into
5: Bing slash uh, travel, and that is an airfare predictor. I went and looked for a flight over the holidays in Sarasota, Florida, and it actually told me last night. Wait, because there is a seventy three percent chance that you are going to get a better fare in. It. So
0: this is like cheap flights from Bing. Great. Okay.
5: Seven days, and I really like that, and the fare was around six hundred dollars.
8: Check it and see if it really if it pays off. It's yeah. six, seven days. I'm just testing it. I'm not going there. I'm driving. I hit the road over the holiday.
5: Yeah. I like to stay away. Most, at the airport. most everybody does.
0: And I, most everybody just driving or taking the train is what she's saying. You can't really hear it that well. I don't think.
2: Would you use a microphone on that? Yeah,
0: someone sent the clip in as a mic. Mic,
2: no, come but. on, guys! It's not be that hard that. to uh, it's not, a, But to it's actually connection. it's quite a funny
0: clip because she and it's link in the show. notes, noagendashow.com. She says, you know, everyone's driving and taking the train. That's
2: what she says. Nobody's it's, taking the train. She said, everyone. I'm going to take the train. I'm going to go and is going to, you know, I'm going to go in the next couple of weeks. I'll probably do it. Maybe I'll do it next week. I'm going to go down to Berkeley, jump on the train to Sacramento because I wanted to visit the train museum up there, which is a couple blocks away from the Amtrak. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to I'm going to take my little uh, camera and I'm going to shoot a little movie showing you how popular the train is and how long it takes. Uh There's two ways I can go. I already calculated this out i can pay uh, it's like 50 bucks a ride so it's going to cost me 100 bucks which is more than it would cost me in gasoline i'm uh-huh. going to go up there i'm not going to have a car it would take me about the same amount of time to take the train without and end up without a car and it will cost me more but i'm going to do it anyway now this whole in that
0: clip she actually says you can rent a car for 19 dollars." i'm like yeah yeah, where? Yeah, before you get to the taxes and the insurance and all of that, $19. I would like to $19. see a,
2: an invoice from anybody at Fox showing me $19 a day yeah. total. Don't take it too seriously, John. It's bullcrap.
0: John, I think we need to, to, uh, to pass on a very serious message right now. I just need, I, can, I, can I interrupt the uh, Trains Good, Planes Bad segment?
2: I think we're done with it. You can season,
5: and here we are again talking about a potential, a possible Al Qaeda threat. Why does Al Qaeda raise its head uh, seemingly every holiday season?
0: Okay, this is about this is season to be jolly, and uh, this is now everywhere. This is from uh, CNN. Al Qaeda is planning attacks this Christmas because they do it during the Christmas season because you know they hate Christ. <laughs> right That's why that, 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 Listen to this it's, This is the Pentagon reporter From CNN And uh, it's They're going to attack And by the way It's Al Qaeda in Iraq now Just so you know it's the... Uh, you know, I you, got a topper to that. You've seen their office, right? Here it is.
5: Well, they are trying to cause disruption, and they know they can do it at the holiday season. Yes. <laughs> this is great. When so many people are out and about. What do we know about this? <laughs> well, U.S. officials say they have received information from Iraqi authorities. Hello, hello.
0: I'm Iraqi, Al-Qaeda, on am Iraqi. I'm telling you we're coming to uh, disrupt you. You're shopping. You're out and about. Holiday season.
5: Christmas. Who have talked to captured insurgents, interrogated them, and those people say Al-Qaeda in Iraq is planning attacks possibly against the U.S. or Europe uh, at this holiday season.
0: <laughs> As you know, very close together, America or Europe doesn't matter. We're coming one way or the other. We're coming to get you.
5: They say that there's no specific target or timing or specific... Nothing. We got nothing.
0: And we're not going to tell you when we're going to do it. (laughs) It's like, what are you expecting? Hello,
5: this is uh, Al-Qaeda in Iraq. Uh, We're going to come to Bloomingdale's uh, in Union Square at uh, 12.05 p.m. Pass on the word. Target or timing or specific location associated with it. A U.S. military... Sp- We're coming to Mall of America and Walmart. ...in Baghdad gave CNN this following statement. Let me read it.
0: Okay, uh, John, here it comes. Here's the statement.
5: He says, quote, We are aware of the announcement by officials within the government of Iraq yesterday regarding alleged terrorist plans for attacks against the U.S. and Europe. How come we don't have video of that press conference? Conference.
0: I mean, th- they did an announcement. The officials did an announcement. and They said, we're,
5: we're, hey, we're going to attack. Just so you know, we're attacking. The it's U.S. Right? mission in Iraq will work closely with the government of Iraq and our interagency partners to help determine the extent of any potential oh, threat. This is great. You have to understand. Band. So they're taking it seriously. They're looking into it. But right now, nothing specific in terms of a location or point. a specific plan. I, I,
0: I love the fact that like, they're planning on attacking How many times
2: is she going to say we don't know anything? I love that, though. It's so and great. why does she say that we How does she know any of it? This is all bull crap. All right, looking into it, but is there anything or uh, any
0: talk? I know this is early, and uh, I'm sorry. This is Don Lemon, by the way. This is this is why I play this clip. Don Lemon. Listen to to his voice intonation as he's mocking, mocking this.
13: Sorry if I'm even putting you on the spot here, but any talk about doing anything any differently at this point as we head for the holidays, more people heading to the airports as well, whether or not they're possibly going to be asking Americans once again to even step up their vigilance, if we can step it up any more than we already have. (laughs)
5: <laughs> well, you know, I think you just you just hit the question right there. Can it be stepped up reasonably any more than it already is? This is all part of see something,
0: say something. This is they've been it's like you, oh, we're going to the airport. You got to step it up. You got
5: to be vigilant. No indication uh, at this point that U.S. authorities are planning any step up. But let's let's remind ourselves, vigilance in Europe is also very high.
2: Just a few days ago, uh, oh, that hey, stopped. B- this clip is driving me crazy. Vigilance is
0: very high in Europe because a guy blew himself yeah,
2: up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they, 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 they're they getting nowhere with this crap. We're not in the middle of World War II for God's sake. But
0: they're
13: trying. Here's,
2: it's gone worse than you think, as a matter of fact. Oh, With the new moniker that's showing up, AQUSA. Oh, no.
3: Al-Qaeda on the Arabian Peninsula in America? Is that what it is? And Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula um, based out of, uh, out of Yemen. And in fact, uh, the, the current uh, director of, Central Intelli- of the Central Intelligence Agency has said that these two entities have become as threatening, if not more threatening, than Al-Qaeda Central. So that alone, I think, is evidence of the viability of the Al-Qaeda message and the resonance that it continues to have. throughout. Who is this?
2: It's a professor at uh, Georgetown named Hoffman. This is what they're teaching in school? Yep, and it gets worse because now and he has this list of all these Al Qaeda operations supposedly Al-Qaida around the world:
0: Central Al Qaeda, Arabian Peninsula, Al Qaeda Yemen, AQUSA, Al
2: Qaeda USA. Let's, and he hear, has it. Let's hear it.
3: Let's hear it. Let's do it. Around the world, we see expansion as well with Al Qaeda returning to the Sudan, establishing at least an embryonic operation in Khartoum. That's Al Qaeda in the Two Niles. <laughs> they got to... We've got names for We need t-shirts, hoodies. We need everything, people. Let's get on this bandwagon. And then even more astonishingly, one has to say that al-Qaeda has put into place a very small, a minuscule perhaps, but nonetheless a viable means of recruiting and radicalizing. Individuals, American citizens, and American residents in this country. Now, it's rather bold, I have to say, to put up there uh, on the slide Al Qaeda in uh, in the in, in the USA as one of these networks. But I feel on fairly solid ground because when General Petraeus was in Washington last April and gave a public address at the Woodrow Wilson Center, he has his own uh, slide that he calls it a star slide that has the Al Qaeda networks throughout the world, and General Petraeus had AQ USA on it. So if General- don't try assess it i have to say I've... this
0: is amazing can i get the star slide aq usa aq usa we're number one we're number one aq
2: usa if they're gonna have a soccer game between these different groups <laughs> they got a league they got a whole league the, wow. it, there's a this list is a mile long this guy who this guy is a, is a dork he it, it, who was he teaching kids now, this was a lecture at one of the uh, institutes, but the fact is he's, he is a teacher of this, of this information. He it's teaches un, public un, policy. I or, can't
0: believe it. I just can't believe what I'm
2: hearing. And AQ
0: USA. It's a very small fraction. It's really, so far, it's really, just really, now. But, yeah, you know, it's but, got yeah,
2: a – the theme there. is uh, al-Qaeda has got a resonant message – So what they're trying to do, and I know you can just see where this comes from. It comes from the State Department because they've always – we've been – everybody that's alive today pretty much has been raised on the notion that the country has to have an enemy. And it was always the red – Communists, and there was a communist under every bed, and we had to investigate the communists. And we had all this communism crap going Damn on. And they are going to kill us, yeah, commies. And once the communists, the red or the Soviet Union collapsed into Russia and a few other things, we didn't have an enemy anymore. And so, and we nothing was showing up like we were expecting from Iran or some of these other countries. And so we're creating uh we created this al-Qaeda situation and so now the al-Qaeda thing isn't nice. is not panning out enough because we don't have the communist under every bed analogy so we got to bring the al-Qaeda into Here, our it's country it's got to be you know what they're going to be in in the movie business and so that's why we have uh, see something, say something. That's yeah. why we have AQ yeah. USA as a new meme. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is about finding Al Qaeda. They're in there under the bed. They're, this is exactly what it was like in the 50s. So that's what we call a fractal. It's a total fractal. Let's and it's a classic. The, uh, <laughs> and fractal. so we're going to be seeing more, not less. Well, I, uh, I can take this one step further. This the fract- pro- by, by the way, before you take it a step further, I want you to do that. There are no Al-Qaeda in the USA, except some traveler, perhaps. Yeah, there are. They're at the Pentagon, the guys who set it all up. The CIA is Al-Qaeda. Well, take your one-step thing further. All
0: right. So, in Gitmo Nation East, in the United Kingdom, Paula Neville-Jones, Pauline Neville-Jones, she is, I believe, the minister of... I think she's the new minister of defense. It could be Homeland Security, whatever. She is now talking about this exact same fractal about radicalized uh, al-Qaeda. I don't know if she says al-Qaeda, but people who are radicalized uh, in the United Kingdom, and she has uh, some ideas on what to do about that.
8: Are involved, but what they do, of course, is deadly, and so we have to uh, bring about uh, systems whereby uh, intervention can take place with these individuals. But at what to, stage then is this money meant to be intervening? are well, they paying for? We need we need obviously the cooperation of local community. We won't do it without being able to to have you know signal to us. Here is an individual who looks as so, though he's getting into trouble, and that involves the the invo- that involves the local community being willing to tell to tell say the police. Police or the local authority. There's somebody here who needs help. And, and how does the money open? assist with that? then? Well, but, uh, there are councillors, there are members of the local community who can go in and help. But all of that needs funding. So y- mm. you, you actually do it. This is a very one-to-one, very nitty-gritty process. It- I'm
0: trying to find the. Uh, she actually says pre-crime. I'm sorry. That's I, somehow I didn't get the right piece here.
8: Than
1: we have but been in the Do past. you believe at the moment mm. that Muslim communities around this country do enough themselves? Never mind the money and the prevention. Strategy, et etc. But do they do enough at the moment to provide the kinds of warnings that need to be provided?
8: I think two things. One is, I think that it's variable. Uh, secondly, I think that there's much greater awareness. That? I think one of the problems we face at the moment is awareness in the community actually getting to the people who also need to know about it, which is either the local police or ah, the. Lo-
2: crap, I can't find that. I'm sorry about that. that totally well, go re- re-dig it up and use totally it. Totally,
0: But she actually says at a certain point, she says, uh, we have to get to the pre thought of when people are thinking. That's when we have to nip it in the bud, is the pre thought. So this is, what this leads towards is pre crime.
2: That's what this all leads to. Yeah, but you, this is something we've been noticing all over the place. Duh. <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad that they're finally catching up to us. So, uh, but you're
0: right, John. You are so right, and and of course, you have. Uh, I think you've witnessed some of. Uh, no, maybe you haven't. You're
2: too young for that. You weren't around when the when the communist thing was going, were you? No. I was around, but I was a little kid toddling yeah. around. I wasn't paying much attention to so it. So we're gonna have al but it's Qaeda been you America. know, but it's been repeated forever. I mean, especially in the Berkeley area, we are we're, ne- we're never-ending reminders of the House Un-American Activities Committee, and of course Hollywood still irked about you know being called to the carpet. And uh, except you know, there's a whole series now on the Moguls on uh, on the TMC uh, Turner Classic or TCM Turner Classic M- movies that, that talks a lot about this but the fact of the matter is this is what we're looking at this is a, uh, a just the same old fractal we got to get but the but the thing that was always missing is you can't have a communist under every bed with al qaeda being in sudan so no, you know no no
0: a q u s a we're number 1 a k USA. and by the way they call USA, it USA.
2: As if there's some, as, as if there's Al Qaeda here. If I was in the Muslim community, and most Muslims in the United States are kind of liberal Muslims, they are not ma- maniacs, they are not demanding that yeah. you know they we have a Muslim screaming stuff uh, you know so many times a day to, to prayer and all the right. rest of it. Most of them just you know run businesses. Yeah, I would be livid.
0: No, I would be livid because they are the targets. Yeah, but you have to understand that if you if you stand up and say, hey, this is bullcrap. You are AQUSA. Then you get it immediately. You're getting two to the head right then and there. And in fact, you're going to be great because you're gonna you're gonna make some noise, and then we can do a story about you. And then, hey, I saw something. Got I got to say something. Yeah, it's going real fast now, John. It really is. I feel I feel kind of.
2: Not good well, the guy not in the backyard is like the key to, to this whole thing, as far as I'm concerned. He's guy playing with his hose and they gun him down. Check it out. It's in Long Beach. Look up Long Beach murder, killing, police, you know, hose. On Google. Uh, and go to noagendashow.com, slash NA, and slash NA, and help us keep uh, digging into this stuff. Uh, it's always, in fact, we left a lot of stuff on the table. We'll bring it on. Tons uh, of stuff. Tons on the Sunday show, stuff. there's a bunch of stuff. And I uh, would we'll talk a little bit. I got some, a very funny Assange thing, which is uh, u- unusual a new tax meme, and some other ideas okay uh, um,
0: nah, you're right I mean I, I had t- you know what I had tons of stuff too but we're like way over now uh, I, can I do an end of show clip do you mind if I do that what is it it's um, our friend uh, Nigel Farage
2: oh yeah anything with Farage is good to go yeah. you don't even have to ask yeah
0: he's, he's berating Barrasso the president <laughs> and uh, it's really it's funny as usual it's just it's just hilarious and, he's uh, our go to guy for, yeah, any show for anything clip. good Um, Okay, everybody, be on the lookout for Al-Qaeda. They uh, will be uh, in your school. They will be at the uh, Walmart. They will be at the mall. If you see anything that looks like Al-Qaeda, recognized by a towel on their head and a uh, beard, uh, please report that to your Walmart uh, manager immediately. Yeah, he's now working for the government. Uh, Be very, very afraid of Al-Qaeda USA. AQ USA all the way. Where's my hoodie? Come on. We're number one. And uh, for those of you visiting uh, Gitmo Nation, uh, United States, I apologize. We're such idiots here. Coming to you from Gitmo Nation West in the Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center. In the morning, I'm Adam Curry.
2: Actually, the countries they're coming from are probably worse in many cases, especially if it's uh, the EU. Uh, I'm John C. Dvorak. And we will talk to you again on Sunday, of course, right here (laughs) for early morning service on No
0: Agenda.
1: Mr. Barroso, the recent WikiLeaks storm has led to mixed feelings, with some people saying, well, transparency is good, and others saying, perhaps they'll damage international diplomacy. But I was particularly amused by the references to you um, in WikiLeaks, uh, where it talked about your trip to Russia and the fact that you were ignored and excluded, and the Russian view from upon high that you were nothing more than a glorified international civil servant. Well, Mr. Brose, remember, we've discussed this before here, and I've pointed out to you again and again that you have not been directly elected by the people, and you therefore have no real legitimacy. Is it? that the fact you are unelected is the reason why you don't command more respect on the global stage and why increasingly the peoples of Europe are holding you and the entire Commission in contempt.
11: I will not expect you to find a common line with the Russians, (laughs) because that's what you are suggesting, that you agree with them. Uh, Frankly, I mean, I was elected by this parliament by secret vote. So I think I deserve the respect of this Parliament from all members of the Parliament. And I think in the European Union of Democracies, 27 democracies, it's a reasonable way to elect a President of the Commission because we are not a state, precisely, and you, I'm sure you will not be in favor of a European unified state. Since we are not a unified state, it's not a direct election of a President of the European Union. We don't have that. We have a President of the Commission. You may like it or not. I like him more than you. <laughs> but, but in fact, I have been elected by this Parliament, and there is a President of the European Council that was designated by the heads of state and government. This is the way we are. I think it's a democratic way of handling uh, the diversity of the European Union, and I think that if others do not respect our institutions, at least I hope members of the European Parliament will respect the institutions we have in the European Union. Additional question?
1: Oh, well, Mr. Barroso, I enjoyed that enormously. The fact that you can stand up and boast about the fact that you were elected in secret and that somehow this gives you democratic legitimacy is the most bizarre concept I've come across in my entire life. The fact is, it is the Commission. The builds the pyramids.
12: Builds the Parthenon. Slaves. Built America. Slaves. This is your song. Thank you. Slaves. Thank you. Slaves. Thank you. Slaves. Slaves. This is your song. Thank you. Slaves. Slaves. In the morning.